crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 52nd episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve Hudson. Ladies and gentlemen, hi. How are you? I'm feeling fantastic today. I, I hope that I can prove that over the next hour or two, but uh, glad to be talking to you folks. Steve, how you feeling, buddy? You're sounding a little bit on the low side today. I am, you know, it's gonna be a damn day today because I am exhausted. I got no sleep, got, got home from the gym, didn't go to sleep. It's my body's fault, no worries, because today um, Dan has that fire. I think you went to the gym, right? And so you have that that thing going. Woke up early, been going to the gym. Ate some vegetarian stuff today, man. I feel freaking wow. fantastic today, dude. But see, now watch though. What's gonna happen is it's gonna like wear off in the next ten minutes, and then I'll be we'll just be right back to normal again. You'll be carrying the show. Oh no, dude. I don't. I don't think. I'm, I don't think it's gonna happen like that. But bro, what what I will say is, um, I'm glad to have you on the bus of the vegetarians. We had a seat ready for you. We appreciate you getting on. That's really easy, good. chief. I'm not going full vegetarian. I just had a vegetarian lunch. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a vegetarian house. I went to your house and it seems very, very vegetarian. We're trying to be more healthy, but you know, this whole working out thing, dude, has me like, it's also probably the supplements and the thermogenics and shit I'm taking, Wow. but I've got crazy energy. So yeah, that's ready good. to do this, man. I mean, you know, it's funny. Uh, Favon sent me a link to a float lab. I think I'm gonna go do a float lab. Oh, is that the tank thing? Yes. I think I'm going to do it. Bro, let's do it together. Not in the same tank, of course, because that'd be weird. But like, we sure. should do it together and then like record our thoughts afterwards. We totally freaking shoot. We still need to do the uh, the 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 hidden whiskey uh, show too, where I you don't know what you're drinking. That's a great idea, dude. Because you don't no, know you, what you put drink. whiskey in my drink. I'm going to know what I'm drinking. I can't. No, no, no. You don't do whiskey. No. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't like it either, but I think it's an adventure. Is what I'm saying. I do fireball, but is that I don't know if that really counts as whiskey. That is a whiskey, yes. Yeah, but it's 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 uh that's danger zone right there. That's that shit where you give it to people and like, oh, I can drink this all night. Let me have another one of those. Let me have another one, Cherie. Have another one there, uh Paige. You know what I mean? The girls Cherie drink and this stuff Paige. is what I'm getting. Yeah, Cherie and Paige, they're great drinking partners. I but can. then, you know, about three hours later, you're like, in the, in the <laughs> oh, oh, does it mess with your stomach? It messes. With, it just makes you, yeah. Because you I mean you drink so much of it. Not so much. I'm saying one. Like if I say, "Hey, here's a tumbler with a mystery drink, and here's a Steve's tumbler with a mystery drink. Let's both drink it and be like, whoa. And then we we tell each other what was in it. Because I'll pour yours, you'll pour mine. That's a good okay. segment because that. Would, but we'd have to do it at your uh, at the actual. Oh, everybody, Dan is building a podcast studio. <laughs> maybe gee i thought it was steve and dan were building a podcast see how this okay guys let's just <laughs> back it up a little bit steve i love you but you are the biggest bullshitter that i've ever met out of any single person i love you seriously you're the best and 40 percent of the time you'll come through but most of the time steve's like yeah man you know what we should do we should do this and totally. then it translates to on, onto the show of guess what everyone dan is doing this totally totally <laughs> yeah and then he punctuates it, thinking it's going to make it okay with, I'm the worst. That's the text thing he does. I know your whole thing, Hudson. I am the worst. You ain't though. fooling anybody, G. <laughs> but you know what? We are. We're doing it together. We are going to do it together, for sure. But it's at your house, though. 
Yeah, we have the room. We, dude, you totally have the room. I've decided not to go anywhere for a while, so I think that uh, yeah, we should totally do this, man. It's just it's going to require you to actually leave your cave and come over at earlier times in the day. Do you think you're going to be able to do that, or is but- it going to be me sitting in this nice studio by myself? No, I'm going to go, and not only that, but I might bring my uh, you know, I might buy a tool belt, bring some power tools over, you know, no biggie, mm-hmm. no biggie. Okay, you know, yeah. I might not use them, but I'll have them on my tool belt. <laughs> Looking like Snyder from from one oh day Oh my time. gosh! <laughs> it would look like Snyder. I forgot about Snyder. Oh, dude, I have the craziest story for you. Come on, bring have it. Have you ever hiccuped like a hiccup after you ate, like one of those big ones? Of course. Okay. So, all right. So I was trying to go to bed. I had eaten uh, where I had taken like a big old protein shake. And I was like, I'm gonna go to bed now. Try to go to sleep. And so um, I was like, oh, got to use the restroom first. And so I'm like, okay, I got the bed ready, comfy, got my new bed, new king size bed. All right, and, come on. And I, I go to the bathroom, I'm like, yeah, dude, I hiccuped, peed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you hiccup and you pee. Gee, See, it was I'm- one of those big, it also just like, wow. I was like, oh. Like I'm trying to simulate a diaphragm spasm, you Gee. know, a hiccup. How does that even? <laughs> Gee, you're getting old, dude. You better was, check that prostate. It was a strong stream. It was a mean stream, and it wasn't expected. I mean, most people can pinch it off and then like remove no, themselves. No, no, like it was such a shocking hiccup because <laughs> I've had it when I'm in the middle of a conversation and a hiccup just hits me after eating. But I was just not ready for it. I was just in another zone. I had my phone in one hand and I was kind of looking through Twitter and just all pee of on a sudden, your phone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't pee on my... I was on my phone uh-huh, when I peed. Backpedal. No. Nice backpedal. Dude, it was ridiculous. And you know what, G? Being a bachelor... Didn't even care. Cleaned it up this morning. I said, I'm going to back to bed. You got a new king-size bed. That means you got a new king-size mattress as well? I did. So you peed on your brand new mattress? No, I peed... Like, no, I was at the in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. And I was peeing. I got fixed... On the bed, like okay, no. you, you said bed, and I th- oh, that makes the story not as good. But no, still. I was in, the, I was peeing in the bathroom, and all of a sudden the hiccup, it took my machine gun everywhere. Like when you, you when you first <laughs> shoot a machine gun, and it goes all over the place, and I just peed everywhere, dude. And at a certain, I was like, oh no, I'm just gonna go back to bed. And I just You're like one of them morning. yard sprinklers. Gee, it was. I was like, gee, why this stream? It was ridiculous. But the good thing is, was you know since. I drink a lot of water, so it wasn't like um, asparagus pee or anything. So I'm like, oh, that could wait till the morning. You're gross. What, dude, I'm, I'm a bachelor. Ladies, so he's, he's single. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind a little pee. You know, there's actually some women out there that kind of enjoy that stuff, Steve. So maybe we're you marketing know you. You make a good while point. While on air. So that's never happened. Oh, you know what else can happen to you? What's it? As you age. Um, do you know you, you could realize f- I'm older than you, so I may have experienced some of these things. Oh, I got to ask you. Have you ever fainted when you peed? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you caught me slipping. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. You, no, dude. You can, no. It's, a, it's an actual thing that happens <laughs> out of nowhere. Nobody knows. Uh-huh. It, it just, you will be peeing and your body just clicks off. And it's a very, it's a fairly common thing. Mm-hmm. I did not know that until I was just like, <laughs> you, you go online, you're like, has anyone ever 
peed and hit You just wake up on the ground with some pee on your face. What happened? Dude, dude. And so I was like, okay, is this a thing? And it says it's called um, mictrition. Mictrition. And it's uh, it's fainting. Mictrition is just peeing, bro. Mictoration or syncope. Or no, I'm sorry. Min- syncope is fainting. There it is. So you're Mict- saying mictoration uh, while syncope. Syn- syn- yes. Yeah. And or they said it's a, it's a thing. They're like, yeah, all of a sudden you're, I don't know if it's your blood or what happens, but they're like, um, they said they don't know why it happens. People would just come into the ED with a, you know, broken nose or a black eye. They're like, what happened? Like, Pee I don't all know. over their shirt. Yes. And they're like, <laughs> I woke up next to the door. They're like, oh yeah, that's, you fainted while you peed. Oh, that's rich. That's good, yeah. man. Hey, you know what? I shouldn't have said it because next thing you know, you're going to text me in the morning and be like, dude, you're dude. not going to believe what happened. You <laughs> cursed me. <laughs> so what is it? What is P? Is micturition? Micturation. Micturation. Yeah. Look at this guy. Gee, if, if people still don't know what you really You'd be like, do. excuse me, I got to go micturate. Hey, you could say uh, that. And you would be factual. Really? Yeah. But that would sound like a t- if I was on a date and I was like, I got to go micturate. They'd be like, really? Excuse me while I go micturate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Chimed, <laughs> I'm sure. Would you like to go in? Uh, we could we could micturate together in the room and hold hands. I still haven't watched that whole thing, you know. Got to get on the ball, Hudson. I've been watching so many freaking things this week. Gee, it's absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible how many things I watched this week. Um. A lot of the stuff you like, I watched something. I've been watching and listening to stuff that Dan Dan actually says, "Hey, check it out," and I do it. Did you? We'll I did. see about that. I'm telling you, I for sure did. But before we get to that, I know you have some. Int- oh, I do, well, Steve. If I may, yeah, one thing real quick. I just want to acknowledge. Hi, if you're listening, guys, we're out late this week, and I apologize about that. I'm not going to get into the whole big story of it, but as some of you know that have been listening for a while, I am not working as much as I normally do, but I've been working a lot lately. So when they call, I come. So, I mean, you know, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem we'll talk about. You know, Steve's got the pee thing and I got this. But, oh. uh, yeah, so I couldn't actually do the show yesterday. And I actually have to go in again today. So this show will be coming out. If you're listening now, I'm hoping that this is going to hit you on a Friday afternoon. This Friday, which would be the 25th, I believe. So we appreciate your patience. We're extremely sorry about this. I know, Steve, like Steve you're heartbroken about it, right? That it's not out on time. Oh, dude, listen, when I look at my feed, I'm like, hey, what, what, the, what kind of bull crap is this? I want to listen to myself. I want to listen to all the things I say wrong. I want to listen to my voice and all the weird things that I do with it so I can have a total issue with my voice. I want to do that. Yeah. Hey, can I take off on a tangent real quick? Uh, Sure. <laughs> so out of curiosity, I was reading something on Reddit the other day and it was like, do you listen to your own podcasts? Well, I do, but it's mostly for editing purposes. And then I'll usually just give it a quick once over to make sure that there's no, particularly on the last episode, which we'll get to in just a second, making sure there's no mess ups. Mm-hmm. But you, you do not, you make it a, a very firm policy not to listen. And I'm curious as to why. Um, I think, here's the thing. It's, it's one of those, uh, it's a very, I guess the best I could say it is, it's almost me doing like some comics do where they just throw away their whole routine and start brand new. In my brain, I just don't, I don't even want to, if I accidentally retread something, you'll tell me, but mostly I want every single episode to be its own living thing. And I know that if I listen to myself, I'll be like, oh, I like how I say that. Because that's how you like, when I'm making like songs, if I do something I really like, I'm going to repeat that. But like, I got to remember that I say that word really cool. 
in songs. I need to do that. And so I'll automatically do that on podcasts. I'll be like, oh, I like how I say that phrase. And you'll just naturally start being like, ooh, that maybe that's my thing. Right now, I don't have a thing. So you're afraid of getting catchphrases? To- oh, you've even- got a thing, dude. You've got a thing. I mean, right now, I, but in my brain, I don't. I, I don't think I do because I haven't really heard a thing. And so, but I know in musically, I have a thing for sure. And then people that listen to my music are like, yeah, that's your thing right there, Jay. But okay. for, for podcasts, I don't have a thing in my brain. But you say, hey, Steve, you have a thing. But I don't, I don't think I do right now. And I know if I keep on listening to myself, I'll be like, hey, that's my thing. I'm going to start doing that more. Even if it's get out of words. your head, man. I know. I was just curious. I mean, I, I don't say that like to listen for like ego purposes. Like, yes. Listen to how great I am. I'm just curious. Like for me, I guess it just kind of came out of editing and then I'd be like, oh, I, I, I see your point. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I see your point about like not wanting to uh, lock onto certain things because that is totally possible to do. But I was just curious for me because especially. there are certain times when I'll be like, hey, man, can you please listen to an episode, whatever? And you'll be like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then, of course, you don't listen. Uh, but, but. But what do you want, a cookie? You listen to one episode. Let's <laughs> not go but blowing it, ourselves now, Hudson. It is the surprise episode. It's the, you're, it, it, okay, we'll talk about it. But, dude, All I right. have a lot to say about that episode, dude. From, about you, about you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm uh, always eager to hear that. So. <laughs> and also, good news, good news. What's that? I got hit up, I think you probably saw it, by a person who was like, um, hey, do you have a YouTube channel? Um, I said, no. And he's like, interesting. Well, I really want, I wanted to hear more of your music. I was like, well, thank you. And he's like, also check out some of my music. And if you ever want to use it on your episode, just let me know and shout me out if you want to use one of my tunes. And so I'm going to check out. Was this on our word feed? Uh, I think it was on my personal feed. Oh, okay. Cause somebody added us. Uh, I mean, we're probably just talking about nonsense. I mean. People don't need to hear this shit, but on no, but our, uh, other for, podcast, yeah. The Word, uh, there was somebody that popped up on there too. But I wasn't sure if he was, you know, no offense if you're listening, sir, but because this happens on occasion. I didn't know if he was just hoeing himself out like, hey, I'll, that sounded great. Let me put my uh, YouTube video on. It would be great for us to, then we might have a bed for the, I want to check out his music because we might use it for a bed for the um, contact information. Oh, well, someone should do that. You know, obviously you're not. So let's go ahead. I'm going to. I'm <laughs> totally going to listen to his music uh-huh. to see, you mm-hmm. know, if one of them, and then we'll shout him out. Uh, you know what? I'm being mean to you today. Let's not do this because I'm in a fantastic mood. So am I. I'm still tired. I'm still very tired, but I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't, oh man, I don't want to tease Dan too much. You're, you're. <laughs> well, you got some stuff to tease me about? Bring no, it. No, but I know that, you know, you're, you don't like being teased too much on. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Try to turn this on me, man. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Handle your business. I've been working out and shit, dude. I'm ready oh, to do this, this guy, shit. This guy with your barrel chest. Barrel chest. Barrel you're ridiculous. <laughs> I'll take it. BCD. All right. That Let's do this. So Without funny. further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some contact information to give you. So I'm going to go ahead and do my thing right now. What is happening? Everyone, welcome to episode 52 of the Heroes of Noise. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to talk to you real quick. Let me holler at you. If you want to reach the Heroes of Noise podcast at gmail.com, go ahead and do so. Ain't no one going to stop you. I won't. I'd like to hear from you. Heroes of Noise has a Twitter account as well, at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public. My buddy Steve over there, Mr. Uh, Dan's Got a Barrel Chest, at S-E underscore Hudson Music. On Facebook, you can hit us up at, at Heroes of Noise, and I'm happy to say that we've been more active lately. I'm a little proud of myself about that. 
It's one of those what do you want a cookie situations, but yeah, I do want a fucking cookie. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Go over to www.heroesofnoise.com and hit us up. Right there, you just pick up the old, uh, what's it called, speak pipe, Steve. You hit the speak pipe button and you talk into your phone, and guess what? We're going to play it on the show. And speaking of that, I've got a few to, to play today by some very special guests, Steve. I'm just going to leave it at that. While you're on the page, subscribe to our show. You can subscribe pretty much wherever podcasts are heard. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, all that shit. It's there for you. Check out the other pods down at the bottom of the page there. We call that the Pods of Justice section, and it features all of our friends. Not all of them, but, you know, I got a cheap uh, website account, so I can only do so many of them. Maybe I'll juggle them around or something like that, you know? Jiggle them around, you know, like I like to be jiggled. Oh, anyway, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it for me, Steve. I'm going to just stop babbling because we have a hell of a show today and a lot to talk about. So, without further ado, I'm turning it back to crazy-looking, blah-blah, Steve Hudson, purple velvet wear suit brother man. Here we go. So, we had a very special episode last time. Like, it was... Dan, I listened. You tell me to listen all the time. But obviously, I was going to listen to this one because I was like, I really want to see what Dan did with what we did. I remember what we said and did and some of the stuff I forgot. And I was like, let me see what he did with this. Dude, it's a, it's a work of art, bro. Thank you, man. What you did was an absolute work of art, so much so that it took me out of the podcast. Like, I was like, that is so much work. Like, that is so much work he's doing. I couldn't, I enjoyed it, but I had to just be like, oh my gosh. Laugh tracks for everything. I mean, it was, and even the effects you put on the voice. So for you, dude, I applaud you. I appreciate it, dude. Thank you, thank you. Wow. You know, and normally, you know how I am, man. I'll be like, I'll stop it. I don't want to do that kind of thing. But here's the deal with this one. I was actually very proud of it. It took me about three days to do. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or anything like that. But I think it came out fantastic. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, We got a lot of positive response to it. So I'm proud of that one, man. And I think that uh, it only makes next year harder. (laughs) because Now I got a benchmark that I got to beat every year. But I think that it came out really well. So thank you for listening, my man. And uh, thank you for being a part of it. I think it came out awesome. Really, I do. You know, it's funny. I listened to us. And obviously, like you said, not to blow our own horn. But dude, we were really funny, man. It made me, I was laughing out loud at some of the stuff. And I was still shocked at some of your picks. Uh, Movie of the year still shocked me. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, that's, and then actor of the year, I was just like, oh, that's right. Like I forgot the things and it was just really fun to listen to all over again. It was great. And I, I can't wait for next year's. I can't wait for next year's. I can. This shit took a lot of work. No, oh, I'm I just kidding. No, no, no. no you know what? It, it taught me something, actually. It just taught me to prepare sooner. But honestly, and I'm not going to get into how I did it and everything. It's just a whole bunch of multi-track recording and a bunch of different samples and whatnot. But um, I don't know. Maybe I won't prepare for it because I did that one on the fly, and I think it came out pretty good. Dude. It came yeah. out great, dude. And we got a few, uh, some feedback from that episode. We did. We got a lot of feedback from it. Can't wait. Now, I'm hoping, well, we got a little, I'm not going to really read any of the feedback, but I just wanted to give some special thanks to a few of our listeners who took the time to hit us up on Twitter. Um, we have this podcast support group thing, and I'm not going to read any of those because that's like, you know, it's personal stuff. But I did want to say, I want to, uh, let me just, let me single out a few people here. And if I missed you guys and you sent me something, I'm very sorry. I wrote these out quickly and I'm Shame hoping that you. I got everybody. Shame on you. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't have any help. But anyway, let's go ahead and... (laughs) All right, here we go. I did want to give special thanks to Ryan Cortez, 
uh, Nana Pratt from Blurds Are Us. Uh, Kevin Shanks, he's got a podcast too called Nobody Asked You, Kevin. Our man Johnny Bucks, Mixie, uh, Melissa Sloter from Wild Pretty Things, Sean Vernon and Quinton Taylor from Real Zodiac Podcast. That's a new one, guys. You should be listening to this one as well. They go over horror. Well, I shouldn't say they, they, it's all about horror, but the la- the first three they did was all about horror movies. Uh, they did a fantastic one on American Werewolf in London, and that was their first one. So I'm proud of these guys. Uh, who else, Steve? Adam Templeman, Greg Gord, just to name a few. So thank you all very much for the compliments. It means the world to us. And uh, brighten my day, brighten my whole week. Really, seriously, I'm not even like bullshitting. It really made me feel good. So thank you. It's funny because I know all these names. You know, I go back and forth with a few of them, and Adam Templeman just, you know, he had a request, a certain request mm, from my come boy. On, no. I'll leave it alone, but I'm saying my boy Templeman was like, I got a requesty, but we're gonna leave that request alone until until Dan's ready. Adam, I hear your request, but I'm not ready to do it <laughs> just yet. Maybe later. I'm gonna try. All right, that's it. Holy Let's move God. along. Okay, well, I'm not gonna even address it. I'm not no. because I'm tempted. I'm very, 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 very tempted. But yes, thank you guys so much. Especially all those compliments need to go to Dan because man, I was just the dude in front of the mic. Dan was the driver of this semi truck of amazingness. But he- listen, guy. Listen to me for a second before we move along. Uh-huh. You make it sound like, oh, I'm just the guy in front of the mic. You bring, uh, I could not do this show without you. It would not be the Heroes of Noise as we know it without you. So, uh, I mean, seriously, I'm just from the bottom of my heart, okay. man. You made it funny and, you know, people love your laugh and they love your take on things and you're super knowledgeable about movies and whatnot. So, don't shortchange yourself, my friend. You did a fantastic job on the show. I appreciate it, but it couldn't happen without you. Anyway, um, so... Thank you very, very, very much to all the amazing compliments. One day I'm going to watch Dan edit because I just want to see him do it. I'm just going to watch you. I'm going to be on my you Twitter. You think you hear the F word now a lot. <laughs> just wait oh, I cannot do wait, it. dude. Especially with those dope breakfast burritos that you. Oh, that's right. Mm. I've never. I enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> that is an inside joke. Let me tell you a story. Let me, let me bring you into this inside joke. Dan never cooks for me when I go to his house. That's the didn't realize joke. that was a requirement, first of all. It's not. I'm just saying, you know, burritos and such. I, I'd like some. But I go over there and Dan just, you know, you know. Well, now that I'm eating more vegetarian stuff, maybe I'll consider it. You'll consider? I thought it was definitely a for sure. Now that I'm eating more vegetarian stuff, I will definitely do that. Are you a cook, Dan? Yes, we've established this many times, but I do want to say the last time you were at my house, we were actually doing the some of the writing for the award show for the noises. Yeah, I could have eaten. And I offered to make you, you something to eat. You did, dude. And you're like, no. And I even told Gail, I said, watch, Steve's going to come over and I'm going to be like, hey, Steve, can I make you something to eat? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. And that's exactly what happened. I know you so well, bro. You're freaking right, G. I, I did know, so. I mean, no. You are that way. You're a weird about the way you eat. This is the guy, ladies and gentlemen, if we can go back to the Halloween episode, this is the man that washes off his utensils with spit. (laughs) That works, G. You're tripping. He also pees on himself, apparently, too. I do. I mean, everywhere in my bathroom. But, dude, (laughs) that totally works. You wouldn't... I still don't understand the deal. Spit works. And a a, um, a towel. That's what she said. Oh, I did one. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, my God. I applaud myself. Thank you. They don't come that often. And that's what? what she said too. Oh, see, that's oh. dude. You talk oh, like fire, that all the ladies time, and gentlemen. I know, I really do. I'm starting to realize it now. It's kind of ridiculous, actually. We started watching The Office again. So did I. 
And you are Michael Scott. You are. <laughs> you take Will. you take every single opportunity. But you're not awkward like him. You just do that whole Dude, that's what she said thing. What episode and season are you on? Uh, I think we're well into like five. Kind of oh, took a break from it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, though, I'm going to stop. The moment, spoilers, the moment Michael Scott makes an exit, and I'm out. That's it. You know, you know what? I, um, Andy did a good job, though. Yeah. It, does, I, it is funny, especially when he does the play. Gee, it's freaking gee. Oh, no, wait. Michael's still there when he does the play. I get Ooh. sick of Jim Halpert, and um, of course, I've been watching the show, and now I just completely blanked on her name. Jim and Pam, I get sick of them after a while, towards the end. True, but remember the, 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 I mean, the golden moment is when she's like, I'm happy for him. I really hope he does well out there. And he pokes his head and he's like, hey, sorry to interrupt you, but Pam, are you available for dinner tonight? Oh, gee, every time it happens, it gets me happy. Even though I know it's coming. I was like, that was the magic. And then she's like, what was I saying? Oh, gosh, it was so good. Yeah. No, oh, they're man. adorable as hell. They the are adorable. I'll tell you right now, boy. I don't know if I'd leave Sister Jones for her, though. Yeah, well, she left him. She left the show. I know, but Rashida, I, I, I get it. But in actuality, I don't know if I'm leaving Rashida. Oh, I hear you. Because man, oh, man. Anna, I get to meet her dad? <laughs> I think it was, was it Kevin on the show that was like, I wish I could put them together. <laughs> he said something. <laughs> he's all, he's all, what's her name on the show? Um I'm drawing a blank, but he goes, I'm talking about Rashida Jones. He's like, she's got Karen, Karen Filippelli. Yeah. Yeah. He's all Karen's got a much prettier face, but Pam's got bigger boobs. (laughs) Dude, he was off the, and then when Kevin, um, remember when, uh, the, uh, um, Michael's love interest first came and she thought that Kevin was slow. Yeah. Those are hilarious. Dude, dude. She's She's like, is that your car? You have a car? I can drive. (laughs) This is my car. I am so proud of you. (laughs) Gee, okay, I am going to put this out. Okay, we're not going to, I'm not considering Martin, Living Single, and Living Color. All those are out. This is the most rewatchable current show we have. Not current, but in the current years. I don't think there's another more rewatchable show than The Office. I just don't. It really doesn't get any better than The Office, particularly in the first few seasons. Dude. Now, I know a lot of people want to talk about that British one. I haven't even touched on that yet. Have you? Oh, here, here's the thing. I've watched every single episode, even the special. Um, really? The thing about Ricky Gervais is uh, his take on it. It's way, you know how times where you're just, you, you're not in the mood for a certain episode because it's too awkward? Yeah. That's He's what, even worse? All of them are way worse. Like, he is so over the top awkward that you're like, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do. There's a part where he has to give a business talk at a school, kind of similar to Michael's, but he, he walks in, pushes play on a radio and comes into the Rocky music and does a full dance. It's so awkward that you're like, oh, you're going to force me to watch this. He's like, no, no, no. You're not going to be able to look. You have to watch it in order to get past this show, in order to get through this episode, you got to watch it. It is so good, dude. I'll but you have eventually. to be, you have to be ready for it, dude. You really, it's way more awkward. And the fact that the Steve Carell dude makes me squirm some of those. Oh, times, it's man. way worse. Oh yeah, it's way worse. And then, and then even the what's his name, the dude that plays the Hobbit. Oh, I'm blanking right now. Yeah, but anyway, he's he's Jim. He's a great Jim. Like he's the originator. You know what I'm saying? He's the original Jim, and he does a. 
he's, I can see everything that Jim got from him. He does it. And I'm like, the fact that it was, it was such a groundbreaking idea that I don't even know how they did it. Like, how do you even direct that? Like even watching it now, you're going to be like, dude, how did they even come up with it? How did they say, let's just go off the top of the brain and just have some ideas. It's And Stephen Merchant is a freaking gem. Uh, Martin Freeman is the name word. Martin Freeman. And, but I would recommend if you are going to watch something, I would watch extras instead of the original office. Watch Ricky Gervais's extras. Cause that's, that is the one I'd want you to watch. Okay. It's so good. Extras is fan freaking tastic. It is fantastic. You, you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen, Steve is given a recommendation extras and the British office. If you have, you know what? Most of our listeners probably already listened to it. Like we got the Melissa's out there that she's like, so on top of the game. She, she watches and listens to everything. That girl is like a supercomputer when it comes to like, you know, pop culture and whatnot. I'm, oh, I'm, sure. I'm quite impressed. Yeah. I want to give her a quick shout out. Melissa, if you're listening, you did a superb job on pop culture leftovers. I am, was thoroughly impressed. I had no idea that you knew all that you knew. And she just killed it, man. She's witty. She's, you know, she, she's like super knowledgeable. So, um, guys, I'm going to start inviting people onto the show. Don't, don't you agree, Steve? We need to start inviting people onto the show. Totally. totally. You know, we say it. We've said it several times, but you got to understand our schedule is it's kind of weird sometimes. Sometimes we're just like, like, for instance, this week, we should have already had the show out, you know, and we don't like to be flakes to you guys. But I'm telling you, all the names that I just listed a while ago, expect an invite sooner or later, because we really do want we want to improve the show. We want to grow the show. We want to grow our community. So, guys, please just know you're welcome. And it's coming sooner or later. So I also want to give before we move on. Uh, our boy Michael Winkler was on Pop Culture Leftovers too. Yes. Gee, <laughs> listen. And the thing is, I know, because we're podcasters, I know you overthink in your brain how good you're going to be. Michael, you knocked it out of the park. Well, why did you even question yourself? Is what I'm going to ask you. Brother Michael killed it. Come on, Michael, bruh. Listen, you did your thing like I said you was going to do and handle business. Much love, brother. Good job. What was Brian calling him? Brian called him uh, taparoni and cheese or something, something like that because he, he's got a tapping thing when he was talking. And Brian's like really big on, on silence on the other side. So he was calling him taparoni and cheese. And, you know, and it makes sense because you are very silent on the other side. Me, on the other hand. Oh, my uh, God. You're a, you are a hurricane, my friend. Dude, I am a hurricane. Wait, how's that song? Who sings that? Should have called him Tappy Hogan because they were talking about Spider-Man. I'm just oh, saying that would have been good. Tapioca. Tappy Gilmore. Tappy Gilmore is a very good one. <laughs> I like that. We have mine. We should be like, hey, you know, <laughs> good to have you here. Michael be like, I'm tappy to be here. Oh, that's really good. And you nah, know what's funny? Both I, I of us, though, both of us on the same show, all the tapping, it's going to drive you up the wall, Dan. Just get a mute button, guys. That's all you need. You know what, Jay? The mute button. The hard thing about the mute button is I've heard podcasts, they use it, and they'll do this. So anyway, what have you been watching? Oh, sorry, guys. I was on mute. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm like, dude, what are you doing over there? But they're playing like game. They're doing stuff while they're on the podcast. Oh, I'm playing a video game. Oh, I'm watching whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was on mute. I've been watching. And that does, especially for people that don't edit like you, they just let it kind of fly out of, off the, uh, out of the cannon into Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's the mute button. You will forget. You'll think that you're talking and you're not. You're talking into the ether. 
So no. Save for the last show, my editing has gotten a lot less though. You know what I mean? Like I before it was every um and and uh and all that, but it's gotten a lot less, man, because it takes so much damn time. But I could not avoid it last time. It was too crazy. I, I really think that at some point I need to go back and make a blooper reel because that shit was we did. We had some really Gee, funny. Outtakes we always do. We always have some really like how many times have I had to redo the ladies? Uh, uh, good morning, good evening. How many times have I had to redo that? Well, we all will say some. We'll get like tripped up on our lips and every now and then. And I think it started off because. Like, see, right now, like before, like I was kind of stammering, stammering over my words, just like I just did right now. Back in the day, I'd be like, oh, we got to say it again. We got to say it again. I was so like butthole tight about it, but it's it's not a big deal. You know, I, I'm getting better at like loosening up a little bit. I mean, there's a friend that used to tell you to do that, but, you know, no big deal. I had to I had to find out on my own. OK, I, I mean, I feel you just like leave you know, me you had, alone. You had to find out like Michael McDonald and Patty LaBelle. Uh, that one went over my head, and I'm surprised that it did. On your own. On my own? That song? Oh, why did it end this way? Yes! Come on, G! So many times. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> On my own. <laughs> why did it end this way? <laughs> I wish that we could do it all again. People are like, yeah, you can go ahead and go back to editing there, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to get, I, I need to get a freaking, uh, a, um, a impersonation. I don't have one. None that any of the, I don't have any that any of the listeners would know. You can I have deep such inside niche, your heart and find something. I have such. I do a bunch of them. One. They're just all bad. You know what I mean? No, they're good though. They are really good, Jay. I don't have any. I can't do any impersonations. Pardon me if I seem distracted. I'm pulling up our next segment, sir. Okay, I'm I'm back. Sorry, okay, you have my ready? full attention. Ready? Three. No, 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 no. Ready? Let's just do it. Let's just continue. Remember, I'm the uh, three, the two, flowy guy. Three, now. two. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Once I start counting, jeans, I click it's, on. Oh, uh-huh. got to turn the light switch off like six, seven times before you walk out to, or else the world's gonna end. For sure, and I come out with Elvis music. Gee, you do know on a live show, that's how I'm coming out. You're going to come out and be like, is Steve here yet? And the light (laughs) (laughs) And walk in front of the table and then back in front of the table, pose, then get, sit down behind the mic. Oh man, I want to see you dressed up like Elvis. That's going to be classic. You know, that was, that was actually my, uh, my biological father's favorite artist. And it just didn't, it didn't come over to me. Bruce, he and he was like a Bruce Lee fanatic, and that didn't come over to me either. I didn't like I any don't of those to say things. about that. But of course, you love. Can you do that thing for me? I know it has nothing to do with what we're doing right now. Can you do that quote? Don't think, feel. <laughs> it is like a finger pointing its way to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all that heavenly glory. That's a good quote, G. That's actually so a really good, good quote. He just died so young. It's ridiculous. That's such a good quote. I just, you know what? I listened to a, uh, you know, they have like a historical figures podcast and I listened to him. One of them was Bruce Lee and listening to his life. Dude, his life was very incredible, Jay. It was a very, everything had to work perfectly for him to be Bruce Lee. Like somehow the stars aligned because that is a crazy story. The fact that he was trained by Ip Man. What the crap, Jay? That's crazy. We need a solid Bruce Lee biopic. Not that dragon noise that came out 
a million years ago. It was okay, but it was very fictitious and kind of like uh, it showed like what they thought Bruce Lee would see. Like, I don't even remember exactly because I only saw it like once or twice, once or twice. But, you know, he'd see like ghosts coming at him and shit like that. I don't want any of that. I want a solid biopic. Who you guys would, listening? Who would play? Get him? on it. Who would play him? I don't care. I mean, I care. Yeah, you Just care. as long as it's somebody good. Jason Momoa, I think, should be Gee, the will one. Will you stop play. it? Will you, you know what? What about Robbie <laughs> Malik? Robbie Malik might be able to transform. Robbie Malik, you know, looks like Bruce Lee. Just the eyes are a little. <laughs> yeah, I th- but I think, like, from oh, dude, I have a very interesting question for you. I know who you're yes, gonna sir. pick, but I think it's an actual. It's a deeper question than what we're giving it. What okay. you're gonna give it? Um, are we picking? Okay, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. See, that's no question. That's a, but that's an easy answer. But when you look at the. The arc of Jackie Chan, I think Jackie Chan takes it. I'm saying movie-wise. I prefer Bruce Lee. Some people like coffee. Some people like tea, right? I just like Bruce Lee versus Jackie Chan. Yeah. I I think uh, it used to be, obviously, for me, whenever I heard martial arts, I think Bruce Lee. But when I got into Jackie Chan, seeing the actual things he did, I'm like, oh, there's this is incredible. I've never seen never seen Bruce Lee acting with Chris Tucker. True, but you'd also never see Bruce Lee jumping across an alley that's like 100 feet up and landing on a random balcony. That is an insane thing, dude. Bunch of fake is all that is. I don't know. And then when they show him fracture his skull, I'm like, yeah, he hit his head on that rock. That totally happened. And he's back to filming. That's a madman that's willing to go. I just love, and I also love his, uh, like he was the first one, he even explained it. He's like, yeah, I realized that if you punch somebody, it hurts. And so I would make the ouch. And I was like, yeah, that's really cool. It doesn't feel good to punch somebody in the face. And he made it like, yeah, that doesn't feel great. I love that. He's like a, he felt relatable. Like he, he could do martial arts, but yeah, I feel when people hit me, I'm like, ow, I like that. But I get hit a lot. Yes. (laughs) You know that. You should. (laughs) Did you like, did you like, did you like a rush hour? Uh, not particularly. Interesting. Not particularly. But you like Friday. Yeah. So you like Chris Tucker. Not, yes, I do like. Well, I yeah yeah I I can, I, I uh in small amounts. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, small amounts. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Chris Tucker. I the, see, he's a lot. But see, I liked him in Money Talks, and that was his movie. I loved Money Talk. Him and um Sheen. Uh, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. He was a handsome dude back then. I was like, what happened, dog? Bro, all them drugs got him. Bro, that tiger juice. What was it? Tiger blood? blood. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, and it, they were so good together. And I, have you seen Money Talks? Uh, I don't think I have, actually. It's a good, you would like it. You would like Money Talks. I'm trying to think about it. Like, Put it this way. If I see a movie come out and it has... Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen in it. That's not one of my go-tos. I, I don't watch it. everything for the sake of watching things. You know what I mean? I like to kind of see what I think I'm going to like and sometimes step out of my comfort zone. But that's not one that I would go to or even like pick if it was on cable. So you're not a, yeah, Chris Tucker does not rub you right. I wouldn't say that. It's just, I'm not a huge, I, I, apparently I'm not a big, as big of a Chris Tucker fan as you are. I'm not a Chris Tucker fan now. I think you are. How about that? How about them apples? Hey, you got you like out. You know what's funny? I listened to a 
<laughs> this is so weird we say these things. I listened to a like, you know, a breakdown talking to the, like the directors and all that stuff of uh, Goodwill Hunting last night. Oh, you know what's weird is that popped up on my feed somewhere too recently. Maybe that's why I said it. So strange. How you like them apples. <laughs> it's such a good and I didn't know they got that from like an old movie. But that is such a good quote. And I didn't even line. know what the crap, like the funny thing is it's such a good quote because it's so random, but even people who have never heard that quote understand exactly what he means. People who have never heard the phrase, how you like them apples, know exactly what he means when he says it. I was like, that's a weird phrase, but you know exactly what he meant. It's such a good, that movie holds up, dude. All right. Anyway, we have mail, bro. Go for it. We do. We have, okay. This one is a voice message. From the lovely Favon that I had, I've had on tap for about two weeks, but because we did the noises last week, we weren't able to play it. So let me go ahead and get this one going here. We got a few of these, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, there's going to be some superstars popping up here in just a moment. You're not going to believe who voicemailed this. Dude. Dan, it's Favon. I actually paused the podcast right now because I had to tell you. How hilarious it was to hear the way you set up Steve about that contact info song. And Steve, Fave Neff, you're only dogs can hear it and you're working on the DBs and (laughs) the dopeness and uh, the sound waves. That, That was, that was, you guys are amazing. I'm only a few minutes into this podcast and I'm cracking up. Anyway, I'm finished listening to it now. I just had to let you guys know. Talk to you later. Bye. I wish I could have played that one sooner, but we just, it did not fit yeah. with the platform of the last one. But Favon, thank you very much. Do You don't even know what she's talking about, do you, Steve? I do. I remember exactly what we were talking about because you were asking me about the uh, drop that I was supposed to make. I believe you said something about the DBs and I said you are a DB or something to that effect. But Here's what I'm going to tell Favon, you. thank but, you. I appreciate the recognition. Thank you, Favon. You already know I love you. You already know, yo, Fave Neff loves you. Stan, he likes you a little. Your Fave Neff, though, loves you. We're getting very close, man. You don't know. I don't believe that. Sorry. She even, you know what? She wanted to uh, go for drinks when she was here. What did you do? You flaked. I was never invited. What are I, you talking I about? I totally told you. You told me that she wanted to, but uh, what am I, I supposed said, to do? I said, hey, let's Call go. Call you every day and go, I said, hey, go let's to- go. And you're like, I'd you rather so- not. Favon, I'm telling you right now, Fave Neff is You said, I'd rather not, G. No, come on, man. You said, I'd rather not. I don't know her like that. You're so crazy, dude. Stop it. (laughs) You you stayed with them for seven days. (laughs) You know this fool's lying, right? All right. Let's move on. Next time, Favon. Okay. So we got another one, Steve. This is also from two weeks ago, and I did not get to read this one. So this is coming from our listener, Shannon, my old friend from back in the fifth grade. Steve, may I read it? Go for it. You said fifth grade? Fifth grade. We met in the fifth grade, man. Holy crap, dude. Was it Mr. Jones's class? Mr. Jones and me? Mr. Jones was dope. He was the coolest guy. He used to send me out to get oranges from his car and sodas and shit. (laughs) I used to like that song. Mr. Jones? Mr. Jones. That one? Mr. Jones. I was thinking about about Mr. Jones and me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just Was it the Black Crows, I think? I think there was a song, man. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> la, 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 yeah. la, la. garbage ass song. Hey, him, hey, and his, hey. him and his fake ass dreadlocks. Did you hey. have fake dreadlocks? Did he have fake dreadlocks? 
He had dreadlock extensions. Adam Durant, no, I'm calling you out. Not, Sw- look, Google that shit while I'm reading. That's this not true, online. Dan. Google stop. while I'm reading. All right, that's not true. Go ahead. Says, hey, Stephen Dan, I was listening to show 25, which I so tastefully called Raw Dog and it's Steve. And uh, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you were all talking about you too. And Steve mentioned the video where they were dropping the cards with words on them. I know where she's going with this. I think Steve is mistaken. Do you think, Shannon? Because it happens all the time. That video was probably Mediate by NXS. Do you remember that video? Hold on. No, 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 no. No. It's also, and it, yeah, and they were, ta- it was a take on a Bob Dylan thing. When Johnny's in the basement, talk about that song. Yeah. It says, uh, it was the companion song to Need You Tonight. She's absolutely right about this. I'm sure someone pointed that out by now. They didn't. But if not, there you go. Also, Steve was talking about his girlfriend crying at a Prince concert. My mom and I saw Paul McCartney when he played the last show ever at Candlestick Park. Weren't you there? Did you go to that uh, one, Steve? No, I went to the one at Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, we had to leave early and miss the end. We then saw him when he came to the Save March Center in Fresno. And when he started playing yesterday, I looked over at my mom and mom was crying. Oh, oh yeah. Come on. For sure. No, no question. Go ahead. She grew up with the Beatles and loves Paul McCartney. She didn't even cry when we saw James Taylor and Carol King. I cried the 19, 19th, Steve, the 19th time. She saw Dave Matthews, and they played Crush, which is an amazing song. I love Crush by Dave Matthews' band. I'm not a fan of all of Dave Matthews' stuff, particularly after that phase, but I'm with you on that one. Beautiful song. Because it was the night her husband proposed to her, Steve. Oh, Yes, she's seen Dave Matthews' band more than 20 times. She says, yes, I love them. Yes, I get most people don't. Anyway, I love the show. I love the quizzes and play along and even did okay on the Metallica one, though I can't stand them. (laughs) <laughs> Keep up the good shows, Shannon. Shannon, thank you so much. You're such a wonderful person. Thank you for writing in. You know what, Shannon? It could have been in excess. It was in excess. No, but I want to say the Edge did it too, though. I'm going to come back and make sure, G. But it was in excess. They did it. But I think the, I, in my brain, the Edge had like cardboards that he was dropping too. I think it was a thing. Going to believe it when I see it, brother. That's all I'm saying. But Shannon, I have a, I have, you know what? You know what's funny? Shannon, I'm going to have a Paul McCartney quiz. I know Dan's going to do okay. Um, I'm very interested in how you do. Because you know it's my fault. I haven't been doing my quizzes. Apparently someone likes them. One person likes my quizzes, Jay. I think many people do, but people don't write in a lot. And, I, you know, I, you know we, we take this time to do the whole contact info thing, and they don't. But we do the people that do, though, Steve, we super appreciate. So we're yes. not trying to, like, Thank overlook them. Thank you so much. Sh- yeah. No, I'm going to make a specific Paul McCartney quiz and see if Dan – I'm going to make it easy enough so Dan can get it because I know you're not a big Beatles person. Um, I love the Beatles, but, like, as far as all of the, you know, like, uh, trivia and whatnot, probably yes. not. But I'll play along. You know I like to play these things. That's what you do. All right, dude. Now check this out. Okay, now we're up to date. So we're catching up on everything that we received today. About, I don't know. 9 o'clock, 9.30 this morning, I put out, hey, we're going to be recording at noon today, so get your emails in, get your voicemails in, you know, we'll play them on the show. So, before I say who <laughs> called in, Steve, I uh, wanted to do something last night. I wanted to see if I was wrong about something, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I took Gail to see, ready for it? Aquaman. We saw it for the second time, Steve. And, uh, you know, I wanted to be very, what I said was I wanted to go into it clean open-minded mm-hmm. and try to have a different attitude about it to watch the movie, Steve, like I have just seen it for the very first time. Okay. Yes. So I watched the, we watched the movie and we both agreed, Steve, uh, after the second viewing that it's still a hot pile of shit. Good. 
yeah, so I put that out there. Got a few comments. Some people disagree, and it's usually the ones that are like, works for me, and then they'll put like a gif up of douchebag looking over his shoulder or something like that, which that's nothing to me. I'm sorry. It's a terrible movie. But anyway, I've talked about that enough. We talked about it for the last, I think, three, four shows now, so I'm going to stop. However, Steve, putting your voice out there, putting your tweets out there can cause something to bounce back at you. So may I play the next one? Please. So we got this voicemail. I think you're going to be surprised. Uh-oh. Hey, what's up? This is Jason Momoa from Aquaman. My man. I heard you didn't like my uh, movie, but, you know, can't win them all. Uh, I guess I have my shirt unbuttoned a little bit more. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, but, you know, come on. Come back to the theater. Check it out one more time. My man. I won't let you down. Uncle Man 2's right around the corner. More water, more swimming, and more Mira. That's right. Your favorite character, Mira. He did so much for the movie. It wasn't even crazy, man. My man. I'm out. Aquaman. Going back into the ocean. Eat some sea critters. Come on. (laughs) Can you believe that, man? We got... Jason Momoa reached out to us, Steve. Holy cow. And it turns out in real life, Jason Momoa eats sea critters. He eats sea critters. I don't know. I was trying to figure out because I think he's not entirely sure if he is Jason Momoa or he's Aquaman or maybe they're just one and the same now at this point. Dude, that is so funny. That is so funny. He did the my man. My man. That is so Jason. That is his thing. Yeah. I didn't know. That's his thing. Yeah. My man, yeah. Yeah, it was that it's pretty so odd, right? I mean, like I said, you put things out there and you never know what's going to bounce back at you. And he was really nice. He was nicer than I thought he'd he be. He was, considering, considering what yes. we've said over the mm-hmm. past few weeks. I'm actually very, you know, I, I'm grateful to you, Jason, because, you know, I haven't been the nicest guy about these things, but you're a good sport. You're far better looking than I am and you're far richer than I am. So maybe he just doesn't really give a shit, Steve. You know I, I mean? he, he his def- movie just made like, a, what is it, like a billion dollars or something yes. like that. And, and I'm just trying to get like 10 bucks on PayPal to pay for Libsyn. So. And I, I will agree <laughs> that he is richer than me. Yeah, I'd say probably a little bit. Yes. Just a little bit. That's about it. That's a little, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, Now, I think you're going to be even more surprised because not only did Aquaman reach out to us, Steve, (laughs) a couple other superheroes reached out to us, too. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to be surprised. Um, Let me go ahead and just play the next one here. Hello, it is me, the king of Wakanda. Yes. This never gets old. (laughs) Thank you. Putting Black Panther in your top movies of 2018. You have a free invitation to Wakanda, my friend. Oh, that's nice. Yes, that is what I said. A free invitation to Wakanda. Probably they're talking to me. If you can find it. He said, if we can find it. Never gets old. (laughs) My people will embrace you. You are one of us now. Thank you. Wakanda forever. How about that? Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, being that he said you're one of us now, I have to assume he's talking to you. Uh, Well, you know, I mean, have you been there? I mean, but I'm one of them. Have you been there? Being that, no. Okay. So, I'm thinking that he's extended. I mean, it wouldn't be the first, you know. Like, what you I'm saying what? is Captain That's America true. was there. You know what I'm saying? Killmonger wasn't exactly... The... I mean, he housed Bucky for quite a while. That's the White true. Wolf. That's true. Yeah. 
Oh, you just got me excited again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot about that ending. Cool. <laughs> thank you, Black Panther. Real quick. Thank you, Black Panther. Yes, Black Palmer. Panther. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Both DC and Marvel characters have embraced us on this show. So we have listeners from both DC and Marvel. Um, so we're going to go bounce back now. We went DC. Now we, we went to we went Marvel. Marvel. Yes. And now we're going back to DC here. I'm really surprised about this one. So I'm going to go ahead and play this one if you don't mind. Oh, no, no, please. Because, you know, I, I yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Batman. Wow. Yes, that's right. I'm calling into the Heroes and Noise podcast. Just to say what's up. How's it going? Uh, you know, not doing much. Don't have many friends. Uh, just see what's going on. I'm just sitting alone in my bat cave, twiddling <laughs> my thumbs. Uh, Robin's dead. Uh, you know, uh, Joker. I don't know what happened to him. Sandman's uh, still out there, the penguin, whatever. Uh, but, you know, just sitting here, shooting the shit, you know, waiting for something to happen, waiting for to pop up again. But you know what's happening, guys. It's me, your friendly neighborhood Batman. Yeah. Uh, just saying, you know, I'm just bored, actually. I'm calling everybody. Superman won't answer the phone. Uh, Aquaman won't answer the phone. Wonder Woman just ignores me. Oh, my uh, God. God. It's, it's hard. It's hard, guys. It's hard. Oh, it's hard. My God. I'm out of here. Batman out. Star-studded show, man. Star-studded show. Holy crap, dude. Oh, my God. I thought you'd like that. That was so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, ladies and gentlemen... I hate to break the illusion, but I do need to give props to the sender of these messages. It is actually Chris from ADO Radio who took the time to send these out. If you have not listened to ADO Radio, give them a shot. They're they're really funny. I like them a lot. And uh, yeah, so Chris, thank you so much for those, man. Oh that made me laugh. I was at the gym and I had my headphones on and I was listening to these and I was just rolling and this, oh this old man was looking at me like, what is this guy laughing at? But oh. Chris is really funny. Do, you know what? If Chris has a voicemail, I got to figure out who I'm going to do then. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure I could do O-Dog from Minister Society. That's not the same. You got to be a superhero. Actually, you know what? I'm sure he'd like that. Do, do you. Don't let me tell you what to do, Steve. You do what you want to do. I, but. Yes. I can't believe he did. I thought that the Black Panther was someone totally different. Now, I've heard him do Black Panther before. That is usually incredible. Sounds like this. It usually sounds like this. He goes, this never gets old. He always has that, that effect on it. That is so good, dude. He <laughs> yeah, did such a good, like, I couldn't do that. I got it. What, what superhero could I do? Oh, I know who I could do. Dude, do the Brown Hornet. I could do Blade. All right. Well, there you go. Challenge accepted. I mean, maybe. Chris, expect it. Maybe you Don't worry. Do, I'll help you, know you out. You know what you should do? You know what you should do? Who's that? <laughs> you should do a, you should do Christopher Walken as a superhero. <laughs> Like, Let me get better super, at it. Do pick a superhero and it's Christopher Walken? You should, dude, I was watching the video. Gail thinks I'm insane because I'm really trying to get this for Adam. I want to do a, well, you know what? Let me get to this in just a second here real quick. Let me get back to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So last thing, because we do have a show to do. We've been talking quite a while. Yes, we um, do. This, yeah, this one's from Adam Templeman. Oh. Um, fantastic listener. We love this guy so much. And uh, this, this came in right after Black Panther did. So here we go. 
Hey, Dan and Steve, right off the bat, the production value on the Noisy Awards was off the freaking chain. All the transitions and tangents were more polished than your grandma's silverware. Way to set the quality bar for future noises in the stratosphere. Dude, thanks, thank you so much, Adam, seriously. Dan, when are we going to get that walk-in? There's some Kendrick mixtape-level hype surrounding its wickedness. If you guys were able to build a four-person band from anyone living or gone or undead, no judgment, who'd your lineup be? Oof! And then he says, looking forward to the saga of the white tapes, which I'll get to that in a bit, and pretty much everything else you guys are doing. Skull, Adam Teppelman. My man, oh, thank you. My man. My thank man. you so much, dude. Now you my man. On. Thank you so much, Adam, for uh, that amazing question. Incredible question. Also, I what, what you know about Kendrick Young Buck? What you know about the Kendrick mixtape Young Man? He's a plethora of knowledge, sir. I think you're not giving him enough credit. All right. Um, you want to go first? Uh, you go ahead. Okay. If I had to pick, um, obviously, it's going to be a four-person band. So we're talking, uh, we're talking bass, guitar, drums, vocalist. Yeah, let's keep it simple. Okay. The vocalist is going to be Donny Hathaway. Um, the drummer... I'm probably going to put Tony Roaster Jr. on the drums, Jaco Pistorius on the bass, and probably Brian May on the guitar. That's my four-person band. That is a beast of a band. Who's the vocalist again? Donnie Hathaway. Okay, all right. Ooh, that's a beast of a band, G. I just put, oh, that band would be insane, G. Mine's going to be boring because I'm not, I wasn't ready for that question, actually. Neither was I. Neither was I for sure. I say just put them together. Um, yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's see. So is, is it alive or dead? Yes. Well, Dave Grohl's got to be in there somewhere because he could pretty much pick up any instrument should someone call in sick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's go. Um, let's go. Dave Grohl on drums. I know it's a little on the generic side, but let's do not it. Not really. Not really. And then uh, let's go. Um, let's go. Cliff Burton on the bass. Oh, wow. Cliff Burton being okay. the uh, first Metallica bass player. Okay. I liked him. I liked his style. And I think that I never really got to see what he could do. I've only heard like one or two bass solos from him. But let's do that. And then um, what else? Let's see. Uh, we got the drums. We got the bass. Let's see. For the guitar, I'm going to go Randy Rhodes on oh, the guitar. That's a good one. That's a good yeah, Randy yeah. Rhodes on the guitar. And for vocals, let's go Lane Staley. The late Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. That's my pick. Great, that's a great... Because my, my, I had a few secondary picks... But it was all depend on the band because I was going to choose. I forgot dude's the, the lead singer from Boston. He would have been in my Luther, Ooh. Luther Vandross would have been in my thoughts. Uh, obviously, Whitney would have been in my like. There's a million people, but immediately when I was putting the band together, I was like, that band would fit with Donny Hathaway. Your band fits perfectly with who you pick. That's a great question. Send more questions like that too. I love those. Guys, get on it. Seriously, we're here. We're waiting to read this shit and talk about it. So, yes. but I think we need to cut it, Steve, because we have a whole lot to talk about still. And, and I we have, have a, a I don't know how much time. Out. Yeah, I have about 45 minutes. Are you shitting me? Okay, we're yeah. going to have to get going here quickly, guys. Sorry, it's been a while since Steve and I have chit-chatted because we've both been busy. So, um, we were hoping that you're digging this one. Let's see. Uh, Steve, Oscar noms. Do we want to do this? Yes. We do want to do this. We okay, well, let's do it. The Oscar nom. Yes. Let's do the noms quickly. Because I've got things to talk about. I think best ofs is the only thing we really need to do. All right. So best picture. Oh, I know you got some things to say about this. I have a lot to say about this. It's going to be Black Panther, Black Klansman, which had a wonderful video out of Spike Lee learning on the spot that he got nominated. 
watching the. It was adorable. Uh, not uh, Spike Lee and adorable don't really go together, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, Bohemian, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, the favorite, which I haven't seen yet. So I'm sure it deserves to be there because I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, Roma, it. the Star Stars Born, Vice, and Green Book. And now you know, I just want to point out that we're reading off the same notes. He literally put Green Book last on purpose. <laughs> I didn't think you were reading it. Stop it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I didn't think you were reading along, Jay. <laughs> um, everyone on the thing is, this was a rough year, people. This was a rough year. They had some really good stuff. I know you would have liked eighth grade, right? Oh, yeah. It would have been nice to see it on there. But there's no one I can... Like, Stars Burn, I've heard, I've heard nothing but great things. I think this one is a toss-up. Um, if I'm going to choose, if I'm forced to pick, I have a feeling they're going to give a legacy Oscar to uh, Spike Lee. You think so? I almost am sure because people already said they're like, Mo Better Blue should have got one. Uh, Clocker should have got one. Malcolm X should have got one. Like, they're like, there's a million that he should have had. He was just up against monsters back then. Malcolm X should have gotten it. They, they're like, Michael, Malcolm X should have gotten it looking back now. But Black Klansman might get it because it's a, leg- a legacy Oscar. They might give it to him. I don't think anyone else really. Roma's not going to get it. I mean, it might, but I don't see Roma getting it. I don't see Green Book. I don't know if they're going to let someone beat Spike Lee. I, I think I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's happening. I don't think Spike Lee's going to get it. I think you might, dude. I think it's a legacy award. Like they gave, uh, remember when they gave uh, Denzel Washington the training day? He gave him best actor for training day. It was a but legacy. But he was fucking awesome in that movie. True, but that was not the Black one you should have Klansman was for. a great movie. And I think that if you saw the movie, you would agree. But I don't think that he's going to get it, man. I think this year, my, and I don't, and I'll be honest with you. First of all, let's not gloss over the fact that Black Panther was nominated as the first superhero movie comic book movie if you will that is ever that be is nominated crazy. for best picture that is like something that we shouldn't you know hold on for chris oh no this never gets old exactly yeah Cooper you know is oscar nominated now it's no small feat no you know no, what i mean not at all not at all not at all not. i think it is an awesome thing that they did put black panther in the nominees this year and i think i want to see a lot more of that and by all means this movie made a mark and it should deserve it deserves to be in there is what i'm trying to say some somehow with these lips doing what they're doing but i just think that this the competition's just a little too strong this year dude and i don't think that black Klansman's going to get it i don't think black panther's going to get it i think it's between green book and roma that's just my call um i don't think green book's going to get it it's probably going to and the reason i say that is because um he, they're not nominated for normally mind you they've been doing the switcheroo but the director's not nominated for best director too this is true. I think it's going to be Roma. If it's going to be anyone, it's going to be Roma or Spike Lee. Because um, Spike Lee and I, I really think Spike Lee's either going to get best director or best picture. For sure. I don't think it's a con- I don't think it's a conversation because even though they say it doesn't work like this, they're not going to put Spike Lee in both one, both of them and not give him either. They're just not. He's getting one of them. I just don't know which one. I don't think it's going to be best movie, but I mean, I've been wrong before. And if he does more power to him, you know what I'm saying? See, I've I never just, been wrong. That's okay. The that's different. That's this is true. He's got a point, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's that's going to be oh, so, now back to. So you're saying green book. If you had to pick one though, who are you saying? I like them both for different reasons. 
And you know what? Honestly, A Star is Born is really good, too, man. I, I don't know. It's it's a great movie. I mean, there are some really strong competitors this year. I watched Bohemian Rhapsody again, and I loved it. I loved the energy of that movie. I don't care if it's not straight-up factual. It's just a great, great movie. I like it better the second time, actually. But if we're going to talk about two, which I said Green Book or Roma, I think it's going to be Green Book, honestly. I think it's going to be Green Book. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I'm i going to give it to Black Klansman. Um, so Green Book, Black Klansman. Okay, who are you going to give Best Director? Best Director is Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, Yorgos Lathamos for The Favorite, Spike Lee, Black Klansman, Anne McKay Weiss, and Paolo Poklowski, or, um, Paolo Poklowski for The Cold War. I haven't seen Cold War. I have not either. But then uh, again, you haven't seen The Vice. Favorite, Black Klansman, or Vice either. I have not. <laughs> I have not. I'm just, this one I'm going off of the sheer... I hear the rumbles and the okay. rumbles are going Roma for best director. I think it's going to be Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. And I think going. it's well-deserved, man. Oh, I really dude, do. dude. I feel weird because, you know, it's like we've been talking about Roma so much. I'm almost, I almost have a complex about it because we've been raving about this movie so much, but it is what it is. These movies don't come around that often. And so, yeah, I think Alfonso is going to take this one. For sure. Now the next, the next one, best actress, I don't think anyone stands a chance except for one person. You think it's going to be Elitza Apricio? No, it's going to be Glenn Close. But that was your choice on the noises. For just, sure. Just saying. No, yeah. it is. She's for sure. But I'm saying here's who's going to. And do you think it's going to be because of a legacy? Sorry to cut you off. Do you think it's a legacy thing no, again? Um, yes, that. Because a lot of times you don't put someone like that and let someone beat them. You just okay. don't. Glenn Close is taking that. And it's, it's between Elitia Aparicio, Roma, Glenn Close, the wife, Olivia Coleman, the favorite, Lady Gaga, Star is Born, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? No one. And I'm just going off the politics of it. Glenn Close doesn't get, I mean, she was shocked that she won the Golden Globe and no one else was. They're like, yeah, you're Glenn Close. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, I, this isn't even a movie that people know about. But it's your Glenn Close. <laughs> it's over. And it's established we're not giving noisy votes here. We're giving no, actual No, who's Academy going to picks. win? Yeah. Okay. Then in that case, my pick is going to be, I think it's going to be between two and who are the two? I think it's going to be between Yalitza Aparicio. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be between, well, between her and, uh, but I think the victor, if you will is going to be Olivia Coleman for the favorite. Interesting. See, I think Lady Gaga did a great, great job, man, but I don't know if this is her year. If it is, again, any of these people, more power to you. And I'm not just trying to be like diplomatic or PC or whatever. Um, Lisa Aparicio was really great, man, but I, I don't know. But I think it's going to be Olivia Coleman. Fair enough. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone stands a chance in that, that, that one. I think Glenn because Close you always I don't know what it is, man. Is it me or do they, are they always picking British people? Seems like they pick a lot of British. Well, they all the also they give it to the the well-known established, too. And Glenn Close has been doing it like crazy since the 70s and 80s. Should be writing these down. I'll have to go back and listen and, and uh, get these so we can talk about them. But I think, yeah, I'm going Olivia Coleman. I'm going Glenn Close. OK, um, <clears throat> best nodding. Get, sorry. Giving a nod to Melissa McCarthy, who knocked it out of the damn park. And can you that. ever forgive me? You really do. Best actor. Christian Bale Vice, Bradley Cooper stars Born Willem Dafoe at Attorney Beast Gate. I have never even heard of that movie. Um, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. Who do you got? Well, let me say Christian Bale is, dude, it's crazy. You just can't even see him. <laughs> All you see is Dick Cheney in this movie. It is a trip. Um, and Bradley Cooper was really good. Like he put in a like a moving performance. Uh, I can't speak on William Dafoe. 
I know your opinion on Rami, and I think he's great in that, but I, I'm going to give it to Viggo Mortensen, dude. Oh, I now that's an interesting one. I don't think they're even touching it. I, don't I think, think it's between it. Rami and Vigo. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I think Rami's take. He got the Golden Globe. I think he's taking it. Okay. Well, I, hey, again, not no surprise, man. These no. these are all well. They're earned. all great. This, um, if Rami gets it, that's really cool. But I I I, I I'm hoping Vigo gets it. Totally, t- totally cool. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be cool if he gets it, but totally cool that you picked that. Um, so is it though? Is it though? It, I don't it think is, it is. Yeah, yeah, Best supporting actor. <laughs> this is going to be the one I'm going to be looking at because I've I, I've heard nothing but great things about every single one of these people. Now um, I'm shocked that Marina De Tavera got nominated, but anyway, um, Amy yeah. Adams in Vice, Marina Del Tavera, Roma, Regina King if Bill Street could talk, Emma Stone the favorite, Rachel Vice is the favorite. Who do you have? Um, num- it's going to Regina King. You think so? And if it doesn't go to Regina King, it's going to Rachel Weisz. But you're picking Regina. I am picking Regina so King. So am I. I'm picking Regina. I think she's, I think she's getting it. And Dude, she deserves it. I think so. I believe that she's, I mean, she destroyed, she was a destruction zone. Um, I think, unfortunately, Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone cancel each other out. Yeah. I, yeah, they cancel each other they out. They just they just disappear. <laughs> yeah, they cancel each other out, unfortunately. There's a reason they put two people from the same movie in that category. Yeah. I think Peter King is getting it. Um uh the next one is best supporting actor. Ooh. <laughs> I already know who you're giving this to, Jay. Do um, you? I think I do. Oh, you know what? Maybe I don't, because you love Richard E. Grant. Mm-hmm. It's between two, man. Yeah, uh, Mahershala Ali. But you know, uh, Adam Driver, Black Clamslin, Sam Elliott, Stars Born, Richard E. Grant. Can you ever forgive me? And Sam Rockwell, Vice. Who are you giving it to? Now, normally, I always throw Sam Rockwell in just because of how good he is. Okay. He's that incredible. said, he is really is. But um, that said, I don't. I'm going to take him out. Okay. Um. Obviously, you know that I'm throwing Mahershala Ali into the mix. Of course. Uh, obviously, you know, Richard E. Grant is going to be in the mix because he course. was really, really good, dude. But here's my surprise one. Adam Driver in Black Klansman was really good, dude. Uh, Sam Elliott, I'm not even going to give it to him on this one here. I don't think he... I mean, don't get me wrong. He was good, but I don't think he deserves to be in this. So, yeah, Mahershala all the way. And Mahershala's going to win. Dude, he's so good in it. I wish you could just watch this movie and be like, okay, cool. I- I'm going to fo- watch the movie with your arms crossed, shaking your head the whole damn time. But just, but but watch the movie, Steve. And that way, at least you can be in the conversation about how good he was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that ain't ha- okay, that means that ain't happening. But anyway, moving along. Yes, uh, we're gonna Best jump original to, screenplay. I was going to oh, jump uh, to, because uh, original screenplay, do you want to go over that one? Or do you nah, want to? Cool. Okay. Uh, we're going to jump to best animated feature because- I I think um, we might be disappointed because it's The Incredibles, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. You know who I want to win, but I don't yeah, know if they're going to give it As to do him. I. Who do you think is going to get it? I think it's going to be either Isle of Dogs or Mirai. I haven't seen Mirai. I've heard it's very good, but I haven't seen it. Um, hmm. That's a, you know what, dude? I don't think Mirai stands a chance. I think it is going to be, it's definitely between, oh, Incredibles 2 was brilliant, though. I, you know what? I'm, st- I'm going to go ahead and just stand my ground, man. I think it's going to Spider-Man, into the Spider-Verse. I don't think this has anything to do with a pop culture deal or how we like 
comic movies or anything like that, this movie did something that none of those other ones did. I've seen something close to Isle of Dogs. I found the movie kind of boring, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I did not. I couldn't get past the first few minutes, but that's just me. I know a lot of people like Ralph and Disney and, and Pixar or whatever one it was. I didn't. I just wasn't feeling it. Uh, I think it's going to be Spider-Man. It was just on a whole other level. We've talked about it, blah, 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 blah. Spider-Man's going. Fair enough. To the top. I'm going to go you? Spider-Man. I'm, I want okay. Spider-Man to win. I, as I do, but I really think it's going to get it. Okay. Now, the last one we'll talk about since we got a little time is Best Original Screenplay. This one I'm a little bit more familiar with. It's the favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. I, I heard the rumblings. I think uh, the favorite's going to get this one. I think the, the favorite's going to get the one. Only because I've heard the banter and mm-hmm. the dialogue on it are just out of this world. And those British quick witty, I don't think anyone messes with that. I mean, because I love First Reformed. First Reformed, if I was going to choose what I liked, I haven't seen favorite. So I'd have to go First Reformed. But from what I've been hearing, I think the favorite is a lock. I would have to say it's going to be between the favorite and Green Book. And again, bro, I think it's going to be Green Book. I think the favorite has this. But the favorite was so good. So witty. Exactly. Um, That's normally not the kind of movie that I like, by the way. Some of those period pieces, I can take or leave. Um, Oh, man. I think I'm picking the I'm putting it on the favorite. I think. Okay, fair enough. They're going to give them something. They're giving them something that night. The favorite deserves something for sure. They got, what, 10 noms or something? It's crazy. I think if people can put their politics aside, I think Green Book will win. Um, but the favorite is brilliant. Make no mistake. I, yeah, I can't wait. To, dude, and the thing is, I want to watch it because I love, <laughs> I love <laughs> that. <laughs> I, watch, I love that thing. That British. I want to watch it. It's just I know that I can't just break it up in spurts. I need to actually watch it. Sit down, watch it, and not sit down, watch, leave, come back, finish, leave, come. I need to just sit down and watch this movie. The best documentary topic, or category, I should say, I don't have enough knowledge on this one to talk about it, but I've heard so much about Free Solo. I really want to see that movie, and I just didn't get a chance to see it when it was in theaters. But I'm really surprised. The reason that I'm bringing this up is that Minding the Gap is in that. I'm not surprised that it's in it. I'm happy for them. You know what I mean? I think that um, Bing Liu did a fantastic job with this movie, dude. Like, and and the amount of work that he put into it all those years that, and being able to. Yes. yes. So I would really like to see, even though Free Solo I hear is incredible, I would like to see Minding the Gap get this because this just came from, the, this movie came, not that they all don't, but this one was his life. Like this came from his heart. This came from his friends, his family around him. And this came from a struggle that he lived through, you know, his entire life. I think that this movie should get it. I would love to see that happen. Will it? I don't know. But I think, I think it should. I, I already know who's going to get it for sure. I mean, I'm putting solo? my stake. Oh, dude, it's not close. Because of what it? they had to. No, it's just I read about it and what they had to do to film it. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they, remember I, when they were I've filming all it about- at Yosemite? Yes. It was a big well, deal. No, and I, was like, <laughs> no I don't insane. actually. Oh. Oh. I don't remember. Like, was like in the papers or something? I don't remember. It was like, in, yeah, it was like in. Uh, they were talking about, oh, you know, there's a film crew or whatever. Yeah, that's insane. Because they had to be up there. Now I didn't think it was going to be like Oscar nominated, but they were filming. I can't speak for it. I just hear it's incredible, and I want to see it in IMAX. So hopefully they'll put. If it wins, hopefully it'll come back to IMAX because that's how I want to see it. I don't really want to watch it on my big screen TV. Um, but as far as heart goes. 
you know what? I'm just speaking out of my ass because I've seen Minding the Gap and I love that movie so much. But it's anybody's guess on this one. But Free Solo, that's what you stake yeah, in the sand. That's what, what you're doing. But, I didn't, but also, I didn't really dig Minding the Gap. Okay. Which is, I mean, but but I do like the fact that he did all that work. The work was crazy. It's just, it didn't it didn't touch me like it. everyone else really just was like, <gasps> Somehow didn't we didn't that. talk about that one. It was weird how we sort of skipped over Yeah, I was just that. like, it was fine. It was it was a fine documentary. But for, for me, and the thing is, I'm not going to watch Free Solo only because I know what, which is a gross thing for me to say. Maybe it's the horror fan in me. I know what doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know, but the thing is, is that I hear this movie, I've heard multiple podcasts talk about this movie, and I hear that the way that it's filmed, you still get that anxiety. And that's something to be said, even like, you know, like you're saying, you know, what doesn't happen, Yeah. but there's, but to be able to create that level of anxiety visually and, and know that, that the outcome is not going to be that way. That says something to me. I, I don't know. I, I really can't comment on this, yeah. on this topic at all, man. This category is a little bit off of my radar. Um, again, I'd like to see mining the gap win just for the sake of how much heart this kid put into it. But I have a feeling free solo will be the one that takes it now for importance. I'd want RBG to win. I mean, for the importance, I would love for her to win, but I think it's going to be free solo. That ain't happening, kid. It's going to be free solo. But, dude, listen. I mean, when you watch free solo, tell me how it is. Tell me how it is. I will invite you over to watch it. How's that? That would be fun. That means we could just totally talk while it's on because we know the ending. Yeah. He makes it. We know know what's not happening, like you said. We know he made it. Now, you know what was the smart thing? The smart thing would have been for him to kind of stay undercover after the movie. No the one knows where time. he is. And then people would be like, oh, snap. We got to watch this movie, did he? Like him just disappearing. Then people would watch it. But I've seen it. He's okay. You're or, sick. No, I'm saying. But, I mean, but you, you can't. I know it's an amazing feat you're doing. I know for a fact it's a crazy feat. The fact that you're doing this is insane. That's true, but you can't you can't be okay at the end of the movie and expect that there's going to be like I am very anxious this whole movie. Why? When I know, oh, but he's he's straight. It's like me watching a movie with you and you being like, so Steve, I fight this shark. You're never going to believe what happens. I'll be like, I can believe it because you're sitting next to me. I know exactly what happens. Apparently, you win or you get away somehow. This you is- are being. <laughs> You are being so Steve Hudson about this right now. It's ridiculous. How, how, how do you mean? I don't know. You're just quick to write things off. No, I and know it's like, going to be good. And then like eight months later, you'd be like, you know, that's really good. No, I know it's going <laughs> to, I know it's a good movie, but it's not going to be anxiety. I'll just be like, that is a, here's what I know. I'll say that yeah. is a beautiful movie. It is beautifully shot seeing Yosemite and oh, gorgeous. And they'll be like, were you anxious? I'll say no, because I know the ending of this movie, but not it is beautiful. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be just saying, like, not a skosh. I was not anxious at all. No. I I just think that there's something to that. I I don't think that we would get that if we were watching it at the house, but I think that if we were to go see this in IMAX, for sure. There's just something about, you know, um, are you afraid of heights? No. You're not? No. I, for some reason, thought you were. Uh, But I I think that uh, if people that are afraid of heights, they, they get that, that, involuntary anxiety. It just happens. You know what I mean? The way things are shot. Yes. I, I can totally get down with that. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I think that, uh, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't wait, but I, I do. I truthfully, I, I, I hope, um, I really, uh, look forward to the reason I, I think it's going to win. And I think it should win is because it is a feat 
during the shooting, I'm sure the few, I mean, they didn't know what was going to happen. So, I'm, you know, for them to actually do that is amazing. So they should win it. That's an amazing thing to do. That's incredible. Okay. So that's dope. You know, the there direction. it is. So for sure. Um, now, who do you think was snubbed in your opinion? Uh, hold on a second. I know who I, I just want to make snubbed. sure I don't care. I know you're not going to agree. But I don't care. I think there were some snubs up in this piece. Snubs as far as what? Are we talking best picture, best actor, actress? What are we talking about? Whichever one, any of them. I'm going to just do best actor. I think that for best picture. Oh, for best actor? I okay. Know, yes. well, let me go to the list real quick just to make sure. I don't want to miss anybody. Speak out of turn. Best actor. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, man, I don't really feel anyone was snubbed. Neither do I. I mean, because the thing is, oh, you know, I do. I forgot. I was literally about to tell you who I thought was snubbed. Mm-hmm. Brian Tyree Henry. The impact. He, that would be more of a best supporting actor. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying of any of them. Because remember, I was like, best supporting movie, any of them. Who do you oh, okay. Snubbed? I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear you. The whole yeah. Skype thing. Um, I'm just going to tell you that I think that um, for best picture, I think that if Bill Street could talk, should have been in the mix. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. That's totally And I also think that for best actress, we should have seen Elsie Fisher in there. I think that she did a wonderful job on that. Uh, I know there was a lot. There was like Tony Collette. I know how you feel about Hereditary. Um, I did not see First Man. Emily Blunt did a great job in Mary Poppins Returns, but I don't think that she, I don't, th- I think that she was, she's right where she needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Charlize Theron and Tolly was really good too. But again, I think that their choices are strong, man. I, I do kind of think that Lady Gaga was given it because. Even though she was incredible in the movie, I think that if she if she got dropped out of that movie, it wouldn't have been okay. Or excuse me, out of the category, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. There, I said it. <laughs> it's, a good, <laughs> it's a good movie, dude. No, it's good, and I think it was more of how oh wow, she can really act, you know, and she can really she's very convincing. But you know, hers was a whole performance thing, and it's she like, did. Oh, you know, she she was in her bag, dude. She was in her bag, yeah. Yeah. She was but if bag. they were to say Lady Gaga didn't put it this way, if she was in the snubs list, I'd be like, oh, okay, I could, I, I can kind of see that. Totally she, cool. You know. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? Like, yes. I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't know why I'm like dancing around my words, but it is what it is. I mean, here's what I'll say: having not seen the movie, and so this mm-hmm. is a very Steve thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you now that. Um, I'm going to watch the Glenn Close movie because I don't think I miss Glenn Close movies. I normally, you know, make it a point to watch them. I can guarantee she acted circles around Lady Gaga. I can tell you this now. There's, I, because Glenn Close disappears into everything she does. She disappears. She even did a good job in a zombie show. She disappears into stuff. You know who was raving about that movie recently was Jeff Kanata. We have a very, we have a very, me, I normally agree with him. I normally agree with Jeff Kanata. But I've never heard of the wife, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've never, I wish I could say that I, I, but I've never heard of this movie. Well, there are certain movies that we, we get a lot of movies in Fresno, believe it or not. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're a little bit late, but we do get them. Yes. But the wife did not make an appearance here. I no. Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's gone uh, because we are a test city. So normally they'll put you know like Bill Street. We were one of the test cities before it went wide. We got it. Remember when it hit that? Like now it's going to be in these cities, and there was like a list of twenty. We were one of them. And so I think we're going to get we're going to get 
Oh, it'll happen. Matter of fact, they're doing. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, no but problem. there is Regal is actually selling a pass. I think it's for like thirty five dollars, and I'm not sure if that one's in it, but it's like all of the Oscar noms. Dude, Regal. Like film, see, that's a, a film festival. That means, oh, you know what? Does Regal work at um Manchester? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, that's a Regal theater. Oh, Clovis is in a Regal theater. I believe that is too. Dan. Don't argue with me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. So uh, seven movies included in this pass. It is Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Stars Born, and Vice. So no, it's not on there. I take it all back. I do want to see Stars Born. I do want to see uh, Black Klansman, but I have it. Um, I don't know. if The other ones I could just wait for, though. So I don't know if I'd pay $30. You know what's funny to me? What's that? The funny thing is, no, here's what I'll be mad at. If I'm not right on any of them, I will be very upset because I think I have the ear to the street and this is going to really hit my ego if I'm wrong on everything. I'm going to be very mad. I'm letting you know. You'll be okay. No, I won't because my ear's to the street, Dan. Listen, if you fall on your ass, you dust yourself off, you keep on walking. That's all I'm saying. You're going to be okay, buddy. Keep on walking? You get that? (laughs) Walking? This guy, he's making jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not there. It's not ready yet, dude. It's he like when you're so looking good. at you. It's like when you're looking at a cake in the oven, right? And you're like, oh, I can see what's gonna happen here. It's gonna be a nice looking cake, but the cake's not done yet. So I'm not ready oh, to unleash. Oh, it's so close, though, Dan. It's almost there. It's just not. It's not ready. Fair enough. Now, uh, now that we talk, please send us your. Your thoughts and your ch- um, choices as far as the Oscar nomination. Tell us if you think something's been snubbed that we haven't talked about. Leave a voicemail. You can le- even leave the voicemail as the character from the movie. We'd actually prefer that. And That uh, would be better. Yeah, that would be I'd great. Like leave it as a character or you can you leave it as a superhero leaving your opinion. Either one, we, have, we, we really would love to hear your voicemail. So please leave it now. Excellent suggestion, Steve. So, Dan, you've been watching some stuff this week. And listen. Oh, yes, sir. I have. I have indeed. Okay, so I was going to talk about a few things more than I'm able to talk about now. I know you have a hard out, so I'm going to have to omit some of those. Okay, but first, I do want to give a nod to the show on Netflix, Sex Education, Steve. Uh, Our listener, Ryan Cortez, told me to watch that, and I started watching it. It's really funny, first of all. Have you heard of this one? I have. It's uh, the British comedy drama web television series created by Laurie Nunn that premiered on uh, January 11th, 2019. It's on Netflix. Stars Gillian Anderson. Uh, I believe, is, is it Asa or Asa Butterfield? I think it's Asa. Or am I thinking of Asa Akira for other reasons? But anyway, Asa Butterfield. Wow, that is, that yeah. is a throwback. I'm just Lord saying. Have mercy. Throw it back. She's like and then, uh, years old. Go ahead. No, she's not. She's <laughs> pregnant. But I don't. Someone told me. Anyway, Emma, oh, Ma- <laughs> Emma Mackey, uh, Nakuti Gatwa, uh, Connor Swindles, and then uh, Keeter William Sterling are in this here. I really want to talk about this one, but I will tell you guys check this one out. It's really funny. Jillian Anderson plays a sex therapist, and her son is uh, Asa Butterfield, and. The just do the comedy off this is it's it's like uh, that shocking kind of comedy. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. certain things in here like, oh, I did not expect that to happen. It's really kind of graphic. Uh, <laughs> I almost made the mistake of watching this one at the gym. And the first five minutes will tell you right off the bat, you know, you should not watch this at the gym or watch this in public. It's not safe for work. Sex education should say it all. But I think it's great so far. I'm three episodes in. I will come back and talk about this one because I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I just have other things to talk about. So sex education was one of the things I was watching. Um not prepared to rate this one just yet, sir. 
Okay. Okay. Now there was something that I watched on YouTube. I actually went back and got my YouTube premium account again because there is something on there right now, sir, that I was going to tell you about it, but I knew you wouldn't watch it. And I think that you should. I'm going to strongly, strongly suggest <laughs> this. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. I was kind of late to the party on this one, but not that late because it just premiered. And what I'm talking about is from creator Sean Simmons, actually from the creators also of Deadpool, by the way. And it's got a, it's got a vibe there. That's, I wouldn't say it's matching Deadpool, but you can kind of see what we're getting at here. The show I'm talking about, Steve, is Wayne. Uh, What it is, basically, I like what they say here. It says um, he's a second generation, socially awkward bully of bullies with the heart of gold. He decides to take an unplanned road trip to Florida with his new friend, Dell, to get back his father's Trans Am that his mother stole when she left them. With limited resources and nothing but the name of the city he thinks the car is in, he and Dell face hilarious and heartfelt situations on their travels together down the eastern seaboard. I'm going to tell you right now, dude, that this is as good as it gets. I mean, it is so, so fucking good. I've been watching it all week. I've been falling asleep at night, like early. So I, I like, I have my busy day and then I go home, go to the gym or whatever. And I come back and I start watching these and I'm like, oh, I got to stay up and watch it because it's so, so good. But this is some of the most, ori- I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's the best thing on YouTube premium right now. Out of everything yeah. that I've seen, yeah. it is by far the best. It's so well written. Uh, Mark McKenna plays Wayne. And he's just this very dry, he rarely ever makes a different face. You know, he's mm-hmm. just this one character, super violent. This kid is all about justice. And he doesn't, when he when he sees something that's wrong going on in the world, he just tackles it right away. And the way that he does it sometimes is just so crazy. Um, but his uh, love interest in the show is Sierra Bravo. She plays Dell. She is wonderful in this, man. I, I, I think that the two of these two together make this deadly combination. And the show is just so goddamn funny. And at the same time, it's adorable. Like the, the love that they have is something that it's still being established, if you will. But it's, um, it's there. You can see it. You can see where it's going. Sometimes you can see where it's going. But they just have this great chemistry on screen. And I love it so much, man. Uh, but there's some other key characters in this that just makes it crazy. Joshua J. Williams, who plays Orlando, is Wayne's best friend. He's really funny. He doesn't have enough time on the show, but he's great. But let's talk about Dean Winters. Dean Winters plays Dell's dad on this. And he's got that that, that, that Boston, you know, he's, a, he's, he's from, they're all from Boston. And they just, hey, you fucker, you know, you, you <laughs> get in your car, you know, <laughs> they just yeah. have that, that thing. But he's like... You can see, and I'm not going to say why, but you can see that he was once a different person and there's some shit that goes down that turns him into a very bittered person. I don't want to give too much away about this one, guys, because it's something that I think you guys should see on the whole as opposed to allowing me to tell you what it's about. But the the change that occurs in him and the way that he, he is now... In uh, combination with his two sons, he has these twins, uh, Carl and Teddy. They're played by John Champagne and Jamie Champagne. These guys are hilarious, man. And the three of them together are just some of the most comical gold that I've seen on television for a long time. It's crude. Uh, it's it's not for it's not something again that you really want to watch in public, at least out loud. There's really nothing graphic on there so much, unless you want to consider violence as one of those things but they're just great man like everyone uh michael malley who plays principal cole is a great character he's this um he's got a soft spot for wayne even though wayne is like wayne's the kid that he's the stuff of urban legend it's like i heard he took on i heard he killed a man in a house you know he's like he's that kind of guy there's all these like folklore stories about him and everything and for the most part, some of it may be true. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, all the kids are afraid of him. Everyone's afraid of Wayne. But uh, Principal Cole 
is not. And he, he finds something very endearing about him. Actually, uh, he knew his dad as well, who was another like bully guy and used to get his ass kicked by him all the time. But even that doesn't really stop him from having this soft spot for Wayne and what he goes through in the story and follows Wayne on this trip. It just makes for just such great television, dude. I I can't talk about this one enough. And I really want, I, I think I could go on and on and on about this one, particularly if you had seen it, but I'm just going to stop right there and tell you guys that you absolutely need to be watching Wayne. Seriously. Some of the best television I've seen in a very long time. And it's got an amazing soundtrack too. I like the heavy stuff and they're like the soundtrack goes all over the place, but it has Mm -hmm. a lot of like, like now I don't think you know this band, Steve, but there's a band called the sword that's in it. Uh, They're like kind of like a stoner metal, if you will, kind of like a heavier kind of, Stone Rock. That's the best way I can put it. But the sword is great. I've listened to them for years. Uh, there's another band on there that I was really surprised to hear by the name of the refused. There's this like Swedish punk rock band that came out about jeez. They've been around for over 20 years now, but they have this one song called new noise that when it pops up, I don't care what time frame you're in. It's always just this amazing song and whatever you put it in, there's going to be really good action. And I was really happy that they put that one in. And then of course I talked about it a few shows back, Steve, Dr. Hook. You know what I'm talking about with a little bit of Dr. Hook sharing the night together. That song shows up in the show too. And the way that they do that is not the way you would expect it to. And it's uh, I like when they put a real sweet song over something that's not so sweet. And it just has this weird contrast. Again, I'm going to let you people figure that out. But uh, guys, by all means, get yourself a free subscription, a monthly. It's like, I think you can get a free month if you just go on there. In fact, I don't think I know you can get a free month by just trialing it out. And then, you know, if you don't like it, cancel it out. You could literally cancel it right after you subscribe for it and you'll still have the month. Now's the time to do that. Go watch Wayne. And since you know, you're going to do so make sure you're watching Cobra Kai too. But Wayne's what we're talking about. It is awesome. Again, it's from creator Sean Simmons. And I think you guys are going to absolutely love this one rating on this one, sir. I'm going to go ahead and give it a 4.5 out of five hammers. And that's you guys, when you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about, but that's it for me on Wayne. So very, very good. Strongly, strongly recommend you guys watch this one. Dean Winters has a, a, um, Go to a hunting connection too. How so? You know the uh, you like them apples. How you like them apples? Is he? No, he's not the. Oh wait, is that his brother? Yes, sir. Okay, I can see that. What's that guy's name? I mean, once you said it, it makes perfect sense. He but I don't know like that guy's him. name. And he played his brother on Oz. Okay. Yep. Dean Winters is great, dude. He's great, dude. He he. <laughs> There's something that happened. Commercials. Yes. Um, I was actually surprised. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) And they show it all the time. But there's something that happens to his character. Uh, They just call him daddy on the show. But there's something that happens to him that is just like, it makes your toes. You're like, oh, my God, when it happens. But he, you know, he carries on and it happens right at the beginning. Matter of fact, you know what? You can watch the first episode for free on YouTube with no subscription whatsoever. Watch that episode. I guarantee you're going to want to get a free subscription to this for a month because it is absolutely worth it. There's 10 episodes and they all are fantastic. Yeah. I totally thought this movie, this show was about something else. What did you think? I thought it was a Bruce Wayne origin story. What? Why? Why I don't know. I just, when I saw Wayne, I was like, oh, he's going to show how he grew up as a kid. Could have been John Wayne. Could have been anything. I know. I just went went immediately to Bruce Wayne. So when you start being like, here's what it is. And you're like, I was like, oh, I was totally wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That would have been a great surprise, though. If I would have just started watching it, I would be like, so where does his parents get killed? What's going on? This doesn't look like Gotham. Exactly. (laughs) Wow, that's interesting. Steve Hudson, ladies and gentlemen. That's interesting. 
I want to talk about this one more, and I know I feel like I'm talking fast at this point, but I know that we have limited time, and there's there's several things that I want to get out. So secondly, and I think I'm going to go in this order on purpose because I do have some things to say about it. I watched M. Night Shyamalan's Glass, Steve, the sequel to Unbreakable <laughs> and Split. Watch this. And yeah, what do you think? Gee, I've heard you laugh. Why do you laugh? Because I can't get a sense of if it's good or not. Because one person will say it was great that I trust their opinion. And then Mm -hmm. another person who I trust their opinion will be like, do not go see this movie. You will be very disappointed. I'm like, okay, so what? Like, no one is just there is not a level in the middle where it's just like, okay, this is the gist. Everyone's everywhere with this movie. Well, let me ask you this. What did you think of the first two? Um, I didn't really like Unbreakable. People loved Unbreakable. I thought it was slow and just not that great. Um, I loved Split. Okay. I loved Split. I think I liked it more than a lot of people liked it. Because I just, when he started actually turning, I was like, oh my God. But um, but other than that, I, that's all. I loved Split, though. I loved Unbreakable. Much more than I probably should have. I just love that movie when it came out. I saw it when it, in theaters, and I just—it's one of my favorite uh, Shyamalan movies. It probably is my favorite Shyamalan movie, actually. Oh wow! And Split is really good too. I was super surprised at how McAvoy gets down. Ooh, that brother! The way that he's able to turn into those characters so good. at the drop of a hat, dude, so is just—it it was great. And I just loved Hedwig, and that was my one of my favorite. So, characters, and he you know? and he hid his muscle. Like yes, when, when he, he was, turned when he was in his his dress, he yes. made sure to somehow not look muscular. And you have to walk a certain way to do that. But then when he took off his shirt, his shoulders did a whole. I was like, oh snap! This dude is- was working on his traps dude, and his lats. Everything. And nobody's business, dude. So good, dude. Yeah, uh, when he turns into the beast. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, it's something impressive, man. Like I really like how they did, and I'm talking about split. I liked it's how they, they added the veins and everything to it, and it's downright scary. Yeah. When he bent those bars, I was like, oh, my God. But anyway, yeah. yes, good, good move. So I watched Split, and of course, like most of the world, you know, didn't expect that oh, these two dude. are going to be connected. Yes. So when they were connected at the very end, it's one of the very few times in a theater where I literally went, yeah! Like, yes. I literally said that because- My man! I wasn't, yeah, my man! <laughs> Gonna go eat some sea critters. <laughs> I wasn't expecting, you know, that to be the case. Uh-huh. And when it happened, it just made me that much more into it. I went back home. I watched Unbreakable. Then I watched Split. When Again, I went to the theater to see it twice. And I just love that movie. Uh, some people, not so much. But that really is a great movie to me. I think okay. it's one of, again, one of my favorite Shyamalan movies. So now this leads us to the third part of the trilogy. Yes. That no one was really expecting until they saw the very end of Split. Mm-hmm. And um, I've only seen it one time, and I'll probably go and see this one again. And I definitely will go see this one again. And that's not, I'm not giving my rating or anything yet. I'm just saying that oh, I think I need to see it one more time. Okay. okay? Uh, maybe even twice. But, okay, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and just tell you, I absolutely love this movie. Oh, good. good, good, good. <laughs> I did. Okay. I think Glass was great. Um, it wasn't exactly, okay, let me start from the beginning. First of all, let me just tell you that I think that this movie is definitely a love letter to the other ones. You know what I mean? And it's a love letter to the people that enjoyed the first two. It's just that towards the end of the movie, it did something that I wasn't expecting and that doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing. Okay. Um, Let me talk about it a little bit real quick. 
Glass stars James McAvoy as Kevin Wendell Crumb, among many other people. There's a whole bunch of um, there's one thing in the movie that it's not really a spoiler. But when you get to the end of the movie and they're doing the credits, watch for James McAvoy. because It's like, oh, wow, you certainly did a lot, sir. Like out of the three characters, James McAvoy shines Dun out of Dill. all of them. Okay. I love seeing and speaking of Dunn Dill, sir, I like seeing David Dunn in it, too. I think that. Um, Bruce Willis did a fine job, you know, recreating David Dunn uh, or the overseer, as they're calling them in this one here. And of course, Samuel L. Jackson's Mr. Glass was great, too, or Elijah Price, depending on what you want to call him. But this movie, it um, what I really liked about it is that it wrapped things up nicely. Okay. Personally, I don't think that there's going to be a sequel. It leaves it in an area where, okay, I guess we could do something with this if we want to. But the way that it wraps up, it shouldn't be. Like, in my opinion, I, I don't know. I would be kind of unhappy about it if they did. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Um, Sarah Paulson plays Dr. Ellie Staples. She's a psychiatrist. Her. Yeah, I love her too. Uh, but she's a psychiatrist that specializes in delusions of grandeur, particularly with people that think that they're superheroes. So... At first, when I'm watching this, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I guess that's a thing. I guess there's just a whole bunch of people out there. Like, it was one of those times in the movie where I had to go, okay, it's because it's this movie, you know, that whole suspension of disbelief thing. There apparently is there is apparently a need for this, is what I'm getting at. But the way that they they bring her character, uh, you know, in full circle, there's totally a need for it. Okay, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But Sarah Paulson's great in this movie. She's kind of great in everything. She was even great for the short time that she was in uh, Bird Box. Yes. Like there's just one scene and you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. with, the, with the eyes. Oh, and yeah. like, oh shit. Well, Sarah Paulson, there yeah. she goes. She's killing it. But Anya Taylor joy comes back as Casey cook, who was the teenage girl that was kidnapped by, uh, well, the beast, uh, Kevin Wendell crumbs, alter ego. And, um, there was also another character that pops back up in the movie that I'm not going to say, but I was, oh, okay, all right. Uh, that's kind of cool that they they brought things around. But the way that they do this movie, they they use a lot of uh, footage that you wouldn't expect for them to use. That They use it so well that it's very seamless. And by, oh, fuck it, I'll just tell you. So, the, uh, what's his name? It's, uh, um, sorry, I'm just blanking real quick. It's Spencer Treat Clark is in the movie who plays Joseph Dunn. So you see the grown up version of Joseph Dunn in this movie too. I'm not going to give you any of the plot of it, but I can tell you that this movie is not what critics are saying, guys. Like, I don't really understand. I don't understand how, (laughs) fuck it. I'll do it again. I don't understand how they're raving about Aquaman, but they're saying that this movie is a big pile of garbage. And, you know, whatever, opinions are opinions, but this movie is nowhere near a pile of garbage. It's really fun. Some people... Everyone that I've talked to about this movie says that it's great. You know, they they may say, "Oh, well, I liked it." Maybe I did. Maybe I liked Split more, or maybe I liked Unbreakable more. But I have not met one person or talked to one person yet that says this movie's garbage. I've read it a whole bunch of times, but don't believe that. Like, go see the movie. I never ever believe what critics say because sometimes I think they're doing it just to be like like contradictory to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something they're setting themselves apart so they, hey, read my article, kind of thing. Uh, that said, they're all opinions, man. But I think it's just, um, this movie's a freaking bunch of fun. And even though the movie ends up in a way that I didn't expect it to at the, you know, at the very, at the climax of the movie, it's still so well done. And it leaves you thinking a little bit. The, uh, the ending is one of the things that I want to go watch it again, because there's just certain things in there that I think that I could probably understand a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but I got the gist of it. But, uh, yeah, dude, I would highly recommend checking out this. Done. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this one. I'm going to be generic with it. I'm going to give this one. Uh, I'm giving it 3.5 out of five comic books. That's Steve. a good, that's a good solid. Yeah, I'm not going to get crazy. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. I think yeah, I was like, I think he's going to give it a three, 3.5. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna get crazy with it, but it was really good. Um, this movie, dude, it cost five million dollars to make, Steve, and it's already grossed like over ninety eight point five million dollars. Self funded. Self funded. Like he took he took many a chance on this movie, yeah. man. He could have gone broke many times in his career. I'm very but I to think, see if this beats because my favorite of his is uh, Signs. And, Signs was fantastic, and uh, I don't think I've jumped that much in a theater as when he there's at that party and that thing walks across the screen. Yeah, I, I so said, good. yo, when that dude was like, I had the same reaction as Joaquin Phoenix. I literally just jumped back in my seat. Like, I was like, oh, they're showing aliens. And um, The Visit. The Visit was incredible oh, to me. That's so like, good. And I love horror, so it's very hard to impress me. But that scene under the house, dude, it was over for me, dude. I said, get out from under that house yesterday. There are some really cringy scenes in that one. I don't mean cringy in a bad way. I'm talking about that, and I won't give it away. Because, guys, if you have not seen The Visit, check this out. It is um, unlike most Shyamalan movies is what I can tell you. It's it's, it's so entertaining, first of all. But the quote-unquote grandpa at the end in the kitchen, what he does with the kid, haunts me to this very day. You know, it it just haunts me. And so I'm very eager to see Glass. Since you co-signed it, I'm going to see it. Definitely co-signing it, man. And like I said, I'm going to go check it out a couple of times. I think it's a great ending to a trilogy, and I hope that they keep it like that. I don't think they should do any more, but if they do, he better be creative with it because, you know, it seems like his career can turn on a dime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he should he should just stick where he is right now because he's doing fine with this one. Done. You know, do something else. Um, one more to talk about, Steve, and this one is something that I think is right up your alley. I don't know if you uh, participated this week, but we'll find out in just a second yes, here. So... Uh, Shudder. Let's talk about Shudder for a second, guys. We've talked about it many times on the show, and Shudder has so much to offer. They uh, The subscription, it's like $46, $47 bucks a year. I think it's like $4.99 a month. And if you buy it all at once, it comes out to like $3.99 a month. It, it is so well worth it. But there's one thing that I said when I first got it, but I didn't see any of them yet. And it is that the fact that there are podcasts on there as well. Mm-hmm. So turns out there's one that has been there from what I think is like October and I just happened to stumble on it, man. And I'm telling you, dude, if you have not listened to this yet, well, I guess we'll find out. Maybe you did. Uh, I absolutely fell in love with this one. It's created exclusively for Shudder by Nick Braccia and also the creator of the Blair Witch Project, Steve, Michael Manello, mm-hmm. co-written and directed by Ben Rock, who did 20 Seconds to Live and Alien Raiders, and co-written by Bob DeRosa, who did Killers and White Collar. It's a 10-part series that chronicles a young couple's investigation into origins of a mysterious VHS tape and the infamous video store, which is called the Video Palace, from which it came. All episodes of Video Palace, along with five extended interview scenes, are available now on Shudder exclusively for its members. But Fear not, ladies and gentlemen, because you can listen to this on Apple Podcasts as well as other platforms, too. But let's let's talk about this for a second, Steve. Before I go on, have you listened to Video Palace, Steve? I listened to two episodes. So before I go, what did you think? I'd rather you go first. Well, now I'm interested in what you have to say, but I'll go ahead and say. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. So um, I have listened to the whole thing. It Uh took me just a couple days to listen to. Each episode is roughly 20 minutes, let's say. Yep. And what I liked about this one is that it's in a, uh, a documentary format. You, you clearly know that there's fiction involved with this one here, but it's, um, I, I really fell in love with it. It's kind of like if serial met horror or it's like found footage or something like that. It's like a found footage version of a, of a, of a podcast. 
The cast is Chase Williamson, Devin Sedell, Bonina Frediersi. I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, but it's who plays actually, uh, Steve, we're tying up to Preacher. She played Mrs. Loach on Preacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's Larry Cedar, who's in the Twilight Zone, the movie. Leon Russom, Man in the Woods in A Quiet Place. You know that guy? The guy that, uh, you know, did the thing that he told him not to do in The Quiet Place. And then Justin Welborn in Beyond the Gates. This is so creative to me. I I, I enjoyed it immensely. Mm -hmm. I thought the story was just very original, and I liked how it had. um, There's always been this thing that I've liked about the forbidden thing that you should not do. You know what I mean? Uh, a good example of it, or let's just say an example of it would be something like dead wax. That's on horror where there's this folklore around a, a vinyl that you shouldn't listen to. And if you do bad shit's going to go down. So it's one of those kind of things. Uh, Mark Cambria, who's the main character finds this tape, this VHS tape that they have called the white tapes. Uh, it's very well known. I should say, Amongst collectors, there's a certain demographic of people that are very into these tapes and they're trying to track them down. Mark becomes very involved with this here and he actually decides he's going to make a podcast about it. So with his girlfriend, Tamara, they set out to investigate the tape's origin and they find themselves like caught up in this crazy ass story. Uh, Mark begins speaking in his sleep, uh, speaking a different language. And, you know, I'm not going to tell you guys the rest of the story because that would be kind of weird, don't you think? But what I liked about this story is that I, I just wanted to listen every single time it ended. I wanted it not to end. Um, I fell asleep a couple of times to it because I was super tired and I was sitting there listening to it in bed. And I, you know, oh, shit, I had to go back and listen to it again. But I think that just made the story that much better for me. You know what I mean? Um, audiobooks do that to me. Podcasts do that to me. If I'm laying down, I'm out. But uh, I listened to it at the gym and I was really able to like follow along with it. And it just tells this amazing story, man. Like It's so entertaining to me. It leaves it where you, I think we're going to get some more out of this. I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm hoping that they do. Uh, there's some things that I really am not at liberty to talk about yet with this show, but I'm very excited to tell you guys that I'll be talking about this in detail in the very near future, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But I can't say enough, although I have to at this point because I know we're running out of time for Steve, but Video Palace, guys, check this out. Again, you can check it out on iTunes. It's exclusive to Shutter, and it is so well worth it. Oh, what I was getting at, Steve, is it's kind of like cereal to me is like cereal meets no sleep. That's okay. what I was actually trying to get oh, at earlier. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give this one uh, 4.5 out of five white tapes because I think it's that good. Okay. Now, first of all, let me, let me first uh, be up front. I haven't finished it. I have okay. not finished this podcast. And also, I am a super duper horror aficionado on podcast. I listen to a bunch of podcasts that are horror. So obviously I'm going to be, if anything runs, like I've probably heard a story before. That's just the reality. I've probably heard something similar because I listen to more than people should because I'm alone most of the night, right? So I can just listen to a million podcasts. And so there is similarities between this, this story and the black tapes. There's a show called the black tapes and they kind of, it, there are similarities, but I was able to push that out my head because look. Who's going to be able to listen to that many podcasts? Who? That many horror podcasts. So I, um, I, I went in with an open mind because Dan said, hey, you, you should check this out. And all that being said, I think they did a good job. Um, I think that uh, the narration is good. I think that the story is very interesting. And it's a very hard thing to, to when you call have something called the white tapes, they know that there's a very, very popular podcast, horror podcast called the black tapes. And they were able to somehow get, I'm sh- like, they were able to be like, well, let's try to carve it out. Cause I'm almost sure that they started this story, not knowing that the white or black tapes existed or whatever. But I found myself still, still being like, 
Similar kind of story, but good job. I think the writing is solid. I think the actors are, um, if uh, I've listened to horror things where it sounds like they're reading. These actors don't sound like they're reading. Yeah, they sound like yeah, they're exactly. just talking. Um, they had Adam Green, and I love Adam Green because uh, he he's directed all three of the Hatchets. He's done a lot of my favorite horror movies. So when they introduced him in the very beginning, I was like, oh, I know that guy. So I could see how someone who's really into horror would think that this is real. Because Adam yeah. Green is a real person, and we've seen his real horror movie. Anyone who's in the super-duper niche horror knows who Adam Green is. And so I'm like, wait a minute. I know him. And so I could see how someone could think it was real. And I think that is very well done when you sit there and be like, this is this person. You're like, okay, that's a real person. This is this person who's going to be helping us. Oh, yeah, that's a real person. And when he calls them and they're like, yeah, I heard about this story. It it doesn't sa- it sounds like they gave them an overview of what they want him to say. But then they said, but riff, don't read a script. Just act as if this is a real thing. And I think it's a very fun a fun romp so far. Um, and I was, mind you, I am the person that would rip apart a horror co- podcast because I've heard great horror podcasts, like great. And when I, and, and so, you know, I'm the one that's going to be way harder on horror podcasts than anyone. And they did a good job. I don't think people understand how hard what they're doing is. I don't think people will get it. Like if people are like, oh, it's okay. But me knowing horror, what they're doing is really, really difficult. Being yeah, able to set sure. up a suspenseful thing and not just say, ta-da-da, at the end of a story, but saying, hey, if you want to hear what happens next, listen to the next episode. Being able to make someone want to listen to the next episode of a horror podcast is very difficult. It's way easier to make short snippets of 20-minute, one-hour-like stories. Because there's a beginning and an end. This end is a long, uh, what is it, a 200-minute story. That is a long time for a horror podcast. And so far, they have my attention. I want to know what happens next. What is on these tapes? What's going on with this? Who's the husband? What happened to that guy? Did he disappear? Did he left, you know, that whole thing. I'm like, well, this is interesting. And I really did think I had this pigeonhole. I thought I had this nailed. I'm like, oh, I know this story. But the further they went into it, I'm like, oh, I don't know this story. And then they go a little further. And I'm like, oh, they, I really don't know this story. And oddly enough, you know how I get stupid deep into stuff for no reason. I went <laughs> on to the Reddit page for this show. And I started reading the comments. And obviously, some people were like, yeah, it sounds like the black tapes. But I really like it. I'm like, yeah, the same with me. And then the, um, the, one, the person who, who plays the girlfriend got, on this, got into the conversation. She's like, I'm really glad you guys liked it. I played the girlfriend. And so there was a lot of questions asked of her. And that, even though it has nothing to do with the show, that means something to me. When someone is like, I want to know what people think of my show. Yeah, I noticed that too. That Sorry to cut you off, but I noticed that on Reddit as well. Yeah, that means something to me. So I'm just like, okay, cool. And I don't know, I just, you know, the more I listened, um, the more I was just like, oh, I know where this is going. Oh, wait a minute. I know where this is going now. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, now I know exactly where this is going. Oh, wait a minute. And so I didn't expect that. I honestly expected I'm not going to dig this because I lo- I'm a horror aficionado. Wrong again. I think if you're, this is coming from a horror guy. If you're a super duper horror person, you're going to smell aspects of other horror podcast people. I'm talking to my horror fans. 
You're going to smell whiffs of other horror podcasts, but I assure you they're taking it a different direction. I'm two episodes in. I will come back and let you know if it ends in a way that I'm like, okay, it does this thing, but I don't think it will because they also are aware of other podcasts. They're also aware of other horror podcasts, and I think they are going to do a little switcheroo, and I'm very eager to see how they do it. So I'm very, I'm pumped to talk about it as I finish the podcast and let you know what I think about it. But as of right now, they're really doing a fantastic job of holding, holding an interest into another episode and making me want to keep listening because I would normally just stop. Dan only told me to listen to a minute or two of the first. He said, hey, just listen to this and tell me what you think. The fact that I then listen to another episode automatically tells me something because I have a hundred things in the queue. And the fact that I was like, no, 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 where does this go? And then after the second episode, if it wasn't that I had to do something else, I would have listened to a third. So I'm very eager to see where this go. Great writing. Uh, Again, the actors don't sound like they're reading. They sound like they just said, here's an overview, act natural. And they're totally acting natural. Um, There's a really good scene that I really liked in the second episode of a dude acting like a madman that sounded like a madman. I was like, (laughs) oh, he sounds crazy. He sounds stone crazy, but now I want to know why is he, what's going on here? So I really, I, I really am looking forward to finishing it. Uh, thanks for the, for the, the tip. And I look yeah. forward to giving you my overview um, as I finish. Yeah, no worries, man. I know you got to go, but yes. I just want to like add to that the fact that, yes, the acting is really, really good on this here. It's very convincing. I think that the chemistry between Chase Williamson and Devin Sadell, as far as you know, lovers off on this adventure. It, it's very convincing, man. It works. They don't, yes. like Steve says, they don't sound like they're reading a script. It sounds like it's a real deal situation. I think it could fool some people if they weren't paying full attention to it and they're a little oh, more no uh, question. gullible for those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? But um, as someone that's not as strong as a horror fan as Steve is, I wasn't sure what you were going to say about this one. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm completely sold on this. I can't wait for season two. So guys, please listen to Video Palace. Yes. It's something that uh, I think that a lot of people should hear that that maybe they don't even know they should hear it yet. Yeah. But that's all I have to say about it. 4.5 out of 5 white tapes, sir. Also, in a side note, um, especially me being us doing this podcast group, uh, support creators. Absolutely. Support creators. And I get it. Um, you know, I'm not saying that you have to like it. But um, people like this are pushing podcasts forward. They're going, you know, you know, shutter the fact that they're willing to say, hey, we're going to put podcasts on our on our platform. Uh, you know, give them a, even if you're just like for me, if I hear a musician and they do an album and I don't like it, I still give them props for giving it a go. And the fact that I know how hard it is to be a musician, uh, just give them a listen and make sure you um, say what you do like about it. Where, you know, uh, I'm not saying to say, hey, you have to. No, no, no. Just check it out. Check out. This is a very new thing. We're we're going into a very interesting realm in in horror podcasts. And I don't think we can have enough. And we sure can't have enough good ones because there aren't, I promise you, having listened, there aren't a lot of good horror podcasts. A lot of them think they're scary and they're not. This one takes a cool little turn. So please, for creators out there, uh, check it out and tell them what you think. Seriously. And if you do watch it on Shutter, one last thing, Steve, if you do watch it on Shutter, just know that there are some very cool visuals that go with it. I think you might have listened to it on iTunes, Steve, if yeah, I'm not I did, mistaken. I did, yeah. But the visuals are very cool. You know, they they go along with it to some degree. Um, 
and honestly, I think it, I got more of an experience out of it by listening to it just like in the audio version alone okay, because cool. it does get a little bit on the repetitive side. But I give them points for the creativity and the that's uh, crazy the approach that they went to with the visuals. That's crazy. So again, yeah. yeah so Video Palace, All Video right. Palace is, is excellent. Check it out, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, I must vacate the premises, but you know I love you. Uh, I'm going to be telling you what I've been listening to and watching next time. Guaranteed. Promise you. But for now, the next voice you're going to hear is from the most awesome editor, host, dude, cook, soon to be vegetarian on the face of this planet. (laughs) I love you. Peace out. All right, guys. Hey, we love you very much. I'm really glad that you guys like the noisies. Uh, Expect more from us in the future. Expect an announcement that I'm not ready to give yet regarding Video Palace. Hopefully coming very soon. Guys, have a great week. We'll see you soon. My name is Dan Ramirez. Be good to yourself. Be good to the people around you. Love one another and all that jazz. Peace. (laughs)